Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Call into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the question of authority. More than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout. And be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Ah, uh, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome into the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America, best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. I am El Hefe, that is Dubs. The question is, and we'll ask you all night long, who are you? 407 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Call in, be somebody in the hideout, tell us who you are. Uh, also, too, tonight, J-Dubs, Matt Albert, third Mike and Ryder is here. Six foot five, 500-pound, 21-year-old black virgin with patchy baldness and graying hair. Uh, Chunks, your executive producer of the hideout, screens your phone calls, and will host the hideout headlines game show. Uh, now, call now to be a winner. You heard the headlines in the Phillips file. Your tournament of prize is right now. The Hideout Headlines Game Show. 407-916-1041, and Star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. And that is Tommy Bateman, our director. He runs the talk and roll controls and is responsible for the Hideout page on RealRadio.fm. Dubs, look at these prizes. What do we got going? Tickets to see Bob Dylan over at the TD Waterhouse, Tuesday, May 9th. Tickets for the Predators and the Tampa Bay Storm at the Waterhouse uh, this Saturday. Ticket information for that is at 407-44-PREDS. Blues Traveler concert tickets at the House of Blues. That's 407-934-BLUE. Gift certificates. And Fun with Dick and Jane on DVD and PSP. So call now to participate in the Hideout Headlines game show. It is also, J-Dubs, a Tuesday night. So on a Tuesday night, we fire up the Hideout News Van. Give you a little something extra as we go around Central Florida with the Hideout Central Florida News Tour. Fascinating stories in the news. Yeah. A lot on germs. Here in Central Florida, we're worried about germs. Yes. Apparently, it is a big, big deal. If you've ever walked around the malls here, you wouldn't think it. Um, really anywhere. If you drink the water. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You'd think that'd be the first uh, thing to take care of, is that water, if they're worried about germs. Dubs, also in addition to, uh, here in the Hideout on World Radio, a shocking percentage of fathers who are not actually the father. We have that percentage. You're not going to believe it. And I really wonder what you would do if you were in that situation. Uh, you have an update on By Curious BJ and what happened last night with him? Yeah, uh, an update on uh, his girlfriend's MySpace profile, Amanda Loves Chuck. That's MySpace.com slash Amanda Loves Chuck. I can't wait for that. I want to know now. Do you want me to tell you? No, because we have to do the game show. It's good. I know it is. Damn it. All right, we'll get to that uh, coming up. I'll just tell you this, the hair ticks. Oh, boy. Um, also, 
we got to play you those, before anybody else does, the K-Fed song and the now two, count them, two K-Fed diss songs, which are infinitely better than what K-Fed has put out, even though they're worse quality. Uh, we actually have audio of Bill O'Reilly, Bill O'Reilly <laughs> lying. No. And completely fabricating something that don't, isn't real. Don't throw that out there, because we're going to have the O'Reilly Nation on us. They'll be spinning all over us. And I want to talk about going over to your place and your dog. My new dog? Yeah. Which, by the way, is precious. Second best dog I know. Roxy, uh, Tommy's dog, is the best. Your dog, however, is very cool, and I almost stole her. Mm -hmm. I can tell you wanted to. But I'll say this. I think it uh, uh, problems. I think I think that dog solidifies a problem that I think you have. What's that problem? Well, we'll talk about it later. Likes to smoke. First, let's do the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Welcome. 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 To the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Answer questions on what's in the headlines. Local, national, world, sports, entertainment, and strange. If you guess right, you win big. big, big. Now here's your host, Chuck. All right, Hideout Headlines Game Show. You got the six categories. You got to get two out of three in order to be a winner. Fantastic prizes. We'll start. Ladies, always first when you call into the hideout. Maddie. You ready, Maddie? I'm ready. All right, here we go. Hideout Headlines Game Show. Which category would you like to start with? World, national, local, sports, entertainment, or strange news? Let's go with entertainment. Entertainment first for Maddie from Chunks. All right, entertainment is multiple choice. According to a recent interview, Tom Cruise stated that he plans to do what after his new child is born? A, eat the placenta. B, throw a parade for his newborn. C, lick the baby's toes. Or D, if it's a boy, circumcise uh, his son himself. Oh, wow. Mmm, he's kind of freaky. I'm going to have to go with A. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Hold on for two seconds, Maddie. We'll get you your second question in a second. Eat the placenta. Now, Matt Albert found this story. Can you confirm this is true? I've seen it since on so many sites today. It just has to be true. <laughs> okay, uh, websites, on the websites. Internet. So it, it's been all over the Internet. And but... it's quoting a magazine, GQ. It's a, so it's in GQ magazine where he did this interview. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. He says, I thought it would be good. It's very nutritious. I'm going to eat the cord and placenta right here. <laughs> okay, but A when... carrot is nutritious. Eat that instead. I think it has something to do with his nutty Scientology beliefs. Okay, other weird things he may be doing. Uh, sacrifice <laughs> Katie to the alien overlord. Oh. What do you think he's thinking? Maybe about the, yeah, yum. <laughs> is he going to, like, dip it in barbecue sauce first, or is he just going to have it straight up uh, raw? I, I actually heard he's going to swing the baby around like it's Grey Goose, uh, <laughs> like in the movie Cocktail. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, let's go back to uh, Maddie. Here's your second question for you to be a winner. World, okay. national, local, uh, sports, or strange news? What would you like, Maddie? Strange news. All right, let's go with strange. All right, strange is true or false. A sex expert in Germany is testifying for the defendant in a murder trial accused of killing and eating a man, stating that the accused man did not kill and eat the man for his sexual pleasure, but for the pleasure of his victim. Is that true or false? Hmm. False. 
right, hold on. You will get one more opportunity, Maddie, to be a winner. When, so, when this first happened, we followed this uh, this very closely, and that, that's what he was saying the whole time. He went on the internet and posted for someone who wanted to be eaten as a kind of a sexual type thing, and so uh, he got a lot of replies for it. This guy came over and uh, he cooked up many of his parts right in front of him and ate them. And then the guy eventually bled out, right, yeah. and died. Yeah. That is the oddest thing I've ever heard in my life. Now, let me ask you. He, what he ate you... The, uh, the the private parts of him while the guy was still alive. Uh, now, let me ask you. What would probably be the most tasty part of a human being? Debina. What's that? That's the knee. <laughs> so, the word you know, idiot. Uh, I would say probably the bicep, maybe. Maybe the uh, calf. I, I think calf, although it could be a little tough. I always go back to what is backstrap Hannibal, like the back, yeah, like the thin of the back, ribs. I think the ribs would be nice and meaty. Add a way to break a stereotype. <laughs> That's not a stereotype. <laughs> Everyone loves ribs. I can, I can see you just licking your lips right now. Some nice man ribs. All right, Maddie, let's wrap it up, sweetie, so you can be a winner. World, national, local, or sports? Let's go with local. All right, here's local news for Maddie and the Hideout Headlines game show on Real Radio. New time. Right after the Phillips file. All right, locals, multiple choice. Due to rowdiness of bar patrons in, in, in the late night hours, which area is considering legislation to force the bars to give last call up to three hours earlier? Is it A, Altamont Springs, B, Winter Springs, C, Winter Park, or D, Longwood? That's Winter Park. That's right. You yeah. are a winner. Good now, job, Maddie. Congratulations. Mere weeks ago, they were talking about letting them stay open later. And uh, they were... No, I, th- I think it's always been the same battle as to whether or not they should be open at 2 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And now they're saying close at 11? Well, I think it's last call at 11. They'll still be open at 2, but what the hell's the point of staying in a bar if you can't have a drink for three hours? I mean, now kind of Hoping that dumb whore doesn't sober up in those few hours? Let me ask you, didn't they try this in England? I'm almost yeah. positive they tried this in and, England. And it just ended up being rowdier earlier. It ended up being even worse yeah. because people would binge drink. Mm-hmm. To, I think it was even 11 o'clock. To say they'd binge drink so they could get all their drinking in at 11. And then fights would happen even more so than uh, when they tried to get out at 2 o'clock. Anytime you put like some kind of cap on something, people are going to try to fit in as much of that you know pleasure before that cap. And uh, it's going to end up uh, with overindulgence in a very bad uh, situation. Here's what I say we do, and I'm not kidding about this. Open till 4. I say 24 hours. Why not? Well, 24 hours, fine. But some people, they worry that draws a certain different kind of crowd. But I think if it's open until 4, people will get tired regardless. And they'll stream out earlier, and they'll be like, ah, you know what, screw it. We can go drink cheaper at home. Let's go grab a 12-pack and party Mm -hmm. at my place. I'm telling you, you don't solve it by going to 11 p.m. You solve it by going to 4 a.m. All right, let's move on to Ron and Sanford. You're next up, Ron. You there? Yeah, buddy. How you doing, man? All right. Which category you want to go with first, world, national, or sports? All right. Yeah, world, national. Let's go with sports, buddy. All right. All right. Sports is uh, fill in the blank. Police may charge at least one person involved in a fight over the weekend at which sporting event? God, oh, she's just been on news all day, all every day. Um, oh, <laughs> Don't push too hard to get a hemorrhoid. <laughs> oh, no kidding, this is terrible. Um, 
Three, two, two one. Um, uh, Macross. No, so that's right. Hey, hold on. You will get your second chance, all right? Hold on. Don't go anywhere, right, Ron. Uh, that was a Predator game, right? Yep, that's the Preds game. There was a fight there? Yeah, there was a fight, and it's real funny. Well, I guess not funny, but uh, they have a video, and this lady just gets elbowed in the face and falls over over the little border. Onto the field, right? Yeah, onto now, the field. Now, first of all, let me say that's part of the fun of arena football when you're so close you could get knocked out and fall on the field mm-hmm. all right that's a because even if you're in baseball and you get knocked down into the field more than likely you're getting knocked into foul territory you know but hit there you it's, could get it's field to play right there you could get knocked over and get run over by joe hamilton <laughs> so that's a blast now was she actually fighting or was she an innocent bystander it, it looked like in the video she was just trying to keep them away from her oh, because no. like other people were fighting and right. then it, it, it cut it made a cut real quickly and it just showed her like looking at the field <laughs> and then this dude elbowing her oh my god of the head and she just plops onto the field and oh, then she kind of nice. rolls around a little bit is she all right yeah i think she's all right but that's ooh. one of those things too where you're even if you're a woman your ego's a little bit more hurt than you know than you are probably physically oh yeah definitely where you are you know you just feel bad about looking like an ass now, laying was, on the field rolling around if i was a dude you gotta know that's one of the one times you're not getting thrown out of the place for being on the field so i'd run around yeah i would stay just right go ahead and drop drawer and start streaking and be like i got knocked in a fight over here you can't throw me out i'm in a daze i, I don't know what i'm doing I, 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 if there <laughs> If there was a fight, I would actually go stand next to it, and then hopefully they knock me into the field, and then I get to... Uh... Yeah, just go stand next to it, and then jump in. <laughs> like, somehow you were thrown, like, oh. it, like it's a fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and you're Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> ah! All right, let's go back to uh, Ron and Sanford. Which category to stay in, world or national? Let's go world, buddy. All right, here we go. All right, world is true or false. When asked whether or not he would plan a nuclear attack in Iran, President Bush stated that a nuclear attack was out of the question, but he would use all their means necessary to get Iran to stop nuclear enrichment. Is that true? true? I'm sorry, that's false. Oh, sorry, Ron. Uh, uh, quote, all options are on the table. So when asked if he would consider a nuclear strike, all options are yes. on the table. You can't take away any option. Too which, early. Which to me is scary as hell. If he's gonna be... What about sending in toddlers? <laughs> is that still on the table? Of course. No, nothing's uh, taken out of the equation right now. Toddlers, retards, still out there. I'd like to see a toddler retard army. What about midgets on horses? It's still on the table. Yeah. Throwing ha- retards. It'd have to be ponies. Second coming of the hordes. The Mongolian hordes. I mean, it has to happen. <laughs> All right, let's go to Jack in Orlando. You're one and done on this. You're left with National Jack, okay? All right, sounds good. Here we go. All right, Jack, you got a 50-50 chance. National is true or false. The Alabama legislature gave approval to a bill that would pardon hundreds of people convicted under the Jim Crow laws. However, of the hundreds of people pardoned, Martin Luther King Jr. was not included on the list. Is that true or false? Oh, um, well, I know how secular they are. I'll go with true. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Jack. That is false. They uh, pardoned Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks. And That's fa- very nice of them. Yeah. Thank you, Alabama. It's <laughs> only 2006. Well, I guess some black lawmakers have questioned whether or not they should be uh, like pardoned, considering that it was unconstitutional to charge them anyway. <laughs> so, I mean, it's still, though, if somehow it's on their permanent record in Alabama, let's go ahead and wipe it clean, regardless of whether or not it was hey, right. The law is the law. 
I can't sit here and uh, you know just say that hey, hey I we have to let everybody off. What's wrong with you? What? I don't I don't agree with the the laws of that time. That that was what was going on in Alabama. What do you and mean, I'll tell you, you what, if they put it up to vote, it'd still be our law. In Alabama? Yeah. yeah. Alabama, you're probably right. Yeah. Where's the one place you think you wouldn't? Like that wouldn't pass. Where white LA. Uh, mm. uh. I guess maybe LA. Where else? New York? Yeah, New York, you couldn't get away with that. Maybe upstate, but I think the city would outweigh yeah. upstate. <laughs> Sally the Tranny, you're in the hideout. What's up, Sally the Tranny? Yeah, hey, guys. Um, uh, Actually, in China, the whole uh, umbilical cord business, where mm-hmm. you eat, they, you, they actually eat it in restaurants. What? I've heard that placenta has been eaten before, that it's not out of the realm of possibility for people to eat a placenta. Yes, actually, my friend went to a restaurant in China and ate... An umbilical cord from the soup of the placenta. But it, Disgusting. Was, but it wasn't human, though, right? Maybe it was yes, like a, it was. Actually, they do use human umbilical cords. There's a lot of them over there. That, yeah. No, that is true. I thank you, Sally the Tranny. We'll take a break and come back. It's like spaghetti. More interesting knowledge next. Would it really be like spaghetti? I think so. I That's ima- what I'm imagining. I'd imagine it'd be like an uncooked brat. In some really, really thin broth. Uh, by the way, I want to thank the Wholesale Furniture Market for sponsoring the Hideout Headlines Game Show. It's your chance to save huge this Saturday at noon. Wholesale Furniture Market with a great spring auction. No matter how ridiculously low, if you're the highest bidder, you take it home. Quality furniture, huge savings this Saturday. The Wholesale Furniture Market, State Road 436 in Cassabury, next to the Sam's Club. Yeah, head on over there. Get yourself a dining room table to eat your placenta on. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Big Tuesday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. You can be a part of it. You don't just have to sit there and listen. I believe it's only 5% of radio listeners that will ever actually dial the phone. If you want to be part of that 5%, 407-916-1041, 888 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. That's the way you can be somebody. Let's fire up the hideout news van. Do we have an open for this or no? All right, I didn't think we did. Uh, fire up the hideout news van for the Central Florida News Tour. And Dubs will take it over to MIMS. Where a woman was arrested after two girls in her custody, ages 8 and 6, or spotted naked and apparently mooning passing motorists on a roadway. Um, Teresa Lynn Schultz, 38, admitted telling the children that she had once mooned passing cars as a youth. They say she was apparently intoxicated during the incident. <laughs> now, isn't this just good childish fun, mooning people while you're out and about? I did it. I think almost every child has mooned someone at some point in time, whether it be in a moving car or, you know, uh, just standing on the, on the corner of a street. I'm of the opinion that the people who looked KTs. At, at the naked asses should be arrested for pedophilia, uh, like pedophilia-like yeah. charges. Yeah, like a child porn. Exactly, because they looked at the naked ass of an 8- and 6-year-old. Not only were they looking, they were snapping photos with their uh, camera phones. I call it advertising. <laughs> so, you know, it just, but when you think about it, too, what are some of those stupid things you do when you're sitting in your car? And, all right, mooning is over the top. But for some reason, when people are in their vehicle... 
they find it okay to do things that normally you wouldn't do in public. Well, what, it, what the vehicle has become is an extension of your own house. Where you feel very comfortable in there, you don't feel like there are windows and you are passing people that uh, are looking at you at all times. People will pick their nose. Picking the nose is a huge one. The other one, too, is singing and dancing. Mm -hmm. And even if the windows are down, there's a whole thing of singing and dancing where you wouldn't do that normally if you're just walking down the street. Not walking down the street or even usually even sitting in your home. I will sing and dance as long as I'm driving, but if I'm at a stoplight... That music goes down, uh, especially if someone's right next to me, because I don't want them seeing me. And how do you dance while driving? You're, you're just you're shoulders. moving your shoulders. You're uh, maybe pumping your fist a little bit. A lot of times too, you pretend to play the guitar on yeah. the uh, steering wheel or the drums, piano. I actually, and this was just one of the stupidest things I've ever done. I would have drumsticks that I would carry around with me, <laughs> and I would play the drumsticks on the steering wheel while I was driving. It was a long commute from Ann Arbor to Lansing. I had to do something to stay awake. And then one of the other things that people do, and this is just kind of stupid driving stuff, when you have like a cell phone or lipstick that falls underneath your seat or something that you need in the back, going around and searching and completely turning around while going 55 miles per hour in a car and not looking where you're going at all. Oh, yeah, you'll, you'll turn around or, you, like, if you're talking to someone in the car, you'll you'll turn your head and you'll just be staring at them, talking to them while you're driving, what not should, even paying attention. What should be the punishment for this lady, Dubs? I don't think there should be. Now she's drinking and driving. Oh, okay. Well, then... they'll, probably get her, they'll probably get her on some sort of intoxication and the fact that the kids didn't have seatbelts on. And that's probably at most that they can get her on because she didn't actually tell them or she didn't actually make them moon. I don't know about that. She was drunk. She probably thought it was funny. Cackling. By the way, it is actually somewhat funny. Yeah. Hideout Central Florida News Tour. Let's bring it to Orlando. The Hideout's uh, news van. An Orange County woman's pain grew even worse this morning when police arrested the man they say murdered her husband outside a church. Guy was a deacon. Turns out... The guy who murdered? Hmm. Her cousin. Ooh. So it was her cousin who shot, allegedly shot her husband during an Easter night carjacking. Now they say this guy who did it, what's his name? They're saying, and he's alleged, I don't know, uh, Luckner Val. They're saying that, A, he went and parked the car, mm -hmm. like at the, like about a block away from his apartment complex. Then ended up going that night back to grieve with the family. Ooh, that's cold. Right. And so everyone is just livid over this right now, especially within the family. Because there's one thing when there's a random act of violence. And you how did this happen? Why did this happen? But then imagine how staggering it would be to find out, A, I guess it wasn't such a random act of violence when a family member, a second cousin... Ended up doing it, and then came later on to cry and grieve with you. What has to be the thought process when you kill a man and steal his car or whatever, and then you go hang out with the family afterwards? Like, hey, I guess I have to kind of do this to not look guilty. <laughs> but then when you do do it... Terrible, Matt. But then when you do do it, you know, and people find you out... Mm -hmm. You're then maybe one of the most like sinister evil people. Oh yeah, you and imagine not just it, it would feel like a rape almost, you know, where you're standing there w with the guy that.
killed your your family member. And you have to think like, what is he thinking the whole time he's crying and grieving? <laughs> I hope I this w- looks good. I almost would hope that he's like retarded or has some sort of amnesia. And he didn't realize what he... I would almost hope otherwise it scares you to think that these people are walking amongst us. Um, It's the Hideout Central Florida News Tour, Real Radio 104.1. Dubs, we'll take it back over to MIMS. And Brevard County deputies, they had to use stop sticks on the driver of a stolen, want to guess? Stolen... Car? Vehicle. It is a vehicle. Um... Ambulance. Af- ah. Who steals an ambulance? My biggest reason is to saying, why would you steal an ambulance? They're going to know what you're in. That's one of those things, if you're stealing something, maybe you want to go with the most generic car possible. But if you're in an ambulance, there's no way you're going to go under an overpass and somehow lose the helicopter and the cops... You've got lights. Well, the guy has been charged with Grand Theft Auto, actually. Now, what? And more important question, and something I always wonder: What happened to those ambulances that used to be the station wagon ambulances? Like right after uh, the uh, the whole uh, Ghostbusters thing came out, they disappeared. I'll tell you this too: Whatever happened to station wagons? I know what killed a station wagon. What? SUV. A station wagon wasn't cool. I thought it was just bad fashion sense. But well, they always did have the wood on the side. Ugh. There's nothing wrong with wood paneling. Hmm? On a nice El Camino, please. <laughs> Classic or PT Cruiser. Yes, that may be the new uh, the new uh, station wagon, the PT Cruiser. Uh, it's not big enough. There's not enough room in the back. But the station wagon gone and replaced by the SUV because somehow the SUV is uh, hip. I say we get a hideout station wagon. I would enjoy that. The greatest thing about a station wagon, the seat that you face back in, so you can just look out and wave to everyone. Absolutely. They don't I, have those anymore at all. I bet if we went to Thurston's and said, hey, we need a station wagon. We need to find one of those. We could probably get a nice one and probably on the cheap, because who the hell wants a station wagon anymore? It would have to be like something, the, the latest model you could probably find is, what, 92? 93, maybe? All right, I need to know this. I need to know the latest model of station wagon. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Tuesday night, it's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. In the middle of the Hideout Central Florida News Tour. The Hideout News Van. Oh, wait, actually, we do have one. Fire up the Hideout News Van. We hit the streets for the Central Florida News Tour. Right now we're gassing up, though, because a little break, shutting it up. Can we get a a hideout news wagon? That's what I'm thinking. I didn't know they, I don't know if they make station wagons anymore. Ladies first in the hideout, Jessica in Winter Haven. What do you got, Jessica? Well, they do make station wagons. um, Dodge makes the Magnum, which has the Hemi engine and everything in it. It's a real cool daddy station wagon. Uh, Is that an official station wagon? Yeah, they have two versions. They have one that looks that's a car car, but they have another one that's a station wagon. I mean, it's got the long back trunk thing and everything. Yeah, there it is. And oh, get the hell out. All right, somebody just sent me the link to that. I'm dying to get one, but my husband won't let me have one because he says I'll kill myself. <laughs> All right, thank you, Jessica. <laughs> Appreciate it. I guess that's the thing, too. I guess moms feel cooler if they're in an SUV as opposed to a station wagon. Mm-hmm. All right, here's the thing. We need to get Dodge to give us a hideout Magnum. Station wagon. Now, does it have the reverse seat, though? 
Right, that's a good question. Eddie in Sand Lake, can you answer that? Does it have the reverse seat, the Magnum? Well, I don't know that, but I, I know that there may be other vehicles that are still station wagon category. Uh, Ford Escort is still available, but I don't know if it went past the year 01. Um, I, I don't think the station wagon will ever will ever actually be discontinued because there's always going to be a market for it. All right. I always just thought it was replaced by the SUV. Thank you, Eddie. Maybe. I think it was severely hurt by the SUV, but maybe they still are making a couple of them for I the just, select few people who want them. I just thought that they... Uh... I just thought that they had officially done away with them because they had morphed into an SUV. They just like lifted it. Mm-hmm. You don't think you don't think the minivan killed the station wagon? No, no, the minivan uh, kind of rivaled it for a while there, but the minivan was around and the station wagon survived that. Now the minivan has survived mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, it, it's it's taken a hit too from the SUV. The SUV is actually just like a cooler type thing. Conversion van was that killed by the SUV too? Um, as long as there are still kid touchers in the world, the conversion van will be out there rocking around. Right. Uh, with an SUV, it's very difficult to take all the seats out and make a nice little bed for yourself. What the hell is wrong with you? I'm just saying. Here's our buddy Smirnoff Iceman. You're in the hideout. What's up, dude? Yeah, an update on the Magnum, dude. It does not have the reverse seats in it. I don't want it. Then that's not a station wagon. I think a definition is it has to have a reverse seat. Otherwise, it's, it's not, not a station wagon. Yeah, it's a nice car, but... It doesn't have the, the uh, seats in it. I'm sure it's fantastic, but it's not classy because it doesn't have a reverse seat. Mm-hmm. Or the wood. Scott in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Who was even thinking? The, what? the wood killed the station wagons. Do what? The Ford Explorer is what killed the station wagons back in the 90s. Yeah, that's what I was thinking with the Explorer coming around. Right. The Magnum doesn't have a back seat, and your station's not going to spend 30 grand on a car anyways. No, oh, well, that's true. I'm so, sure we can uh, work out something. The Ford, uh, the Chevy Caprice would be your best model for the backseat, you know. All the right. Caprice Classic? Uh, he's saying the Caprice Classic. That's just a regular car. Steven and St. Cloud, you're in the hideout. Hey, I had, it was 30 years ago, but I had, my dad had a four, a uh, Fury 3 station wagon mm-hmm. that had the backseat and the uh, window came down and we were facing the semis coming on. <laughs> and we would take a trip every year from Orlando to Canada in that thing, and they would have the foam in the back, and we would sit there, and just for fun, we would uh, throw ice out at the semis, and they would come up beside us and, sure enough, tell my dad that we were throwing ice at him. Next thing, he would pull us over and just beat us in the back seat. Yeah, I wonder why they don't make the reverse seat anymore. Yeah, there's plenty of room to beat the hell out of your kid uh, <laughs> with that large back seat back there. You just have to roll down that window and punch him in the head. I forgot about that window rolling down. Mm-hmm. I, why did we ever do away with it? It seems like the coolest car ever. Yeah, everything you need. It's not too big. It has that uh, window that, rolling down in the back. Was it longer than the SUV? No. It was about right about the same length. The only thing was, it was kind of like an SUV, like pushed down. Do you think they the Dodge named it the Magnum for like you know the whole condom thing? Yeah. It kind because of, if you even look at it, it's yeah, very it's, they 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 thick. Re, they represent it like <laughs> as like uh, it's black, just like the Magnum boxes are black and everything. I think they're trying to go with the whole 
Magnum angle. I thought it was because only guys with mustaches, hairy chests, and Hawaiian shirts and a ball cap on drove it. Completely different. And an English friend. It's the hideout. Magnum? By the way, I will say this. I think everyone should have an English friend. Why? I'm really disappointed that then I don't have Then everyone's going to think you're gay. No. Yeah. You, you don't need an English... You don't want an English friend? Why? Call me up and say cheers all the time and call me a wanker? <laughs> I want to surround myself with people with different accents. You don't think that'd be cool? It's like all of a sudden, you know, you have this very eclectic group of people who have seen different things in the world, who have different accents. Well, does he look white? No, I'd rather he was like, you know, no, not so brown guy no. accent. Brown guy? Why not? Brown guy from, like... from England? Oh, yeah. There are people all the time. It always freaks me out when I see a black guy from England. With an English accent? Yeah. You just don't expect it, you know? Why not? I don't know. It's just, uh, it's, there's nothing wrong with it. It just catches you on guard every in the, time. Because in the movies, the only movie I've ever seen a uh, black guy with an English accent is uh, is uh, Snatch. That's the only time I've ever seen it. There's three of them in there. That was over the top, too. <laughs> Big Tyrone, was that the guy that couldn't fit in the car? Yeah. Hey, doesn't it always piss you off in those period pieces where yeah. it's like back in, stop, Shakespeare or any other like time when you know they didn't speak English, you know, and they're speaking some other language, or even if it's set somewhere else, like in Africa. Spain or something like that. And mm-hmm. they're all speaking with British accents, like somehow that's the universal foreign language. It is. It's the king's language. Okay, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they were in the kingdom. It's completely different. They should have been. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Coming up next. Up next, up next. On the Hideout. All right, Dubs, we got sidetracked, learning a little something about the station wagon. I bet we could go to Thurston's and say, hey, find us one for the shoe. Let's wrap it in the hideout logo and put it together. But first, I do want to get back to germs and where they're lurking and should you be afraid. Scary. You could die if you don't listen to the next segment in the hideout. Tuesday night, it's the hideout, Real Radio 104.1, funniest night show in America, best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Let's wrap up the Hideout Central Florida News Tour, Dobbs. Why up the Hideout News, man? We hit the streets for the Central Florida News Tour. All right. I don't need it every time. Thanks. Uh, Dubs, we're actually going to take this, uh, the news van, right over here, uh, Tie 4, and uh, the West 2 Studios, where they've done a little story. I guess they have a regular segment they call it. Eat, drink, and be wary, where they go around and, I guess, focus on places that have been shut down because they've broken, Mm -hmm. you know, inspection laws and stuff like that. And (laughs) this one's pretty fun. I-team reporter Michelle Meredith is checking out restaurants temporarily closed by the state because of public health reasons. No doubt about it. Sometimes restaurant owners get pretty upset with Michelle. (laughs) Nice eat, drink, and be wary is a classic example. I love the stingers. On this week's Eat, Drink, and Be Wary, we got a lesson on life and pest control from Uncle Jones. They know I got both. Really? Damn right they know it. Uncle Jones Barbecue is an Altamont Springs institution. Guests come from miles around to enjoy the buffet. Are you Uncle Jones? Yeah, I've been here for 27 years. But unfortunately... Okay, did you hear what he said at the very beginning? What did he say? They know I have bugs. (laughs) They know. (laughs) Talking about his patrons, it's part of the charm. They see him rolling around the table. Doesn't scare him away. 
Doesn't mean my food ain't good. It's like mini pets. You take one home with every meal. Some places are allowed to have cats walking around. Why can't I have a few bugs? Yeah, every restaurant's like that. When I used to look at a former um, pretty popular restaurant, we'd make the onion rings, and there'd mm-hmm. be bugs crawling in the batter all the time because they leave it out for a couple days. How about in the colossal burger? <laughs> oh, you don't even want to know. They would take that meat out in the beginning and leave it all day. They would take it out of the freezer. So if you order the Colossal Burger early on during the day, you're good. But if you order it around 10 p.m. when they're closing... I'm glad you didn't name the place. <laughs> all, right, all right, keep going with this. Fortunately, the inspector also found uninvited guests, roaches. The state closed the restaurant... April 10th, inspector found over a hundred dead and live roaches in the kitchen and pit area. Yes, Uncle Jones says the building is 80 years old. He didn't find that many. He didn't and, find uh, that many. No, no. They, so they, what, what, they what, were dead. What, huh? They were dead <laughs> I found dead roaches in a napkin. I don't even understand what he's saying. He said they didn't find that many, and they were dead if they did. <laughs> if they was. Yeah. yeah get that right. I was gonna. Well, you know, I was yeah. gonna give them. A, no benefit. Um, it adds to the hickory smoke flavor. Here's the thing. I will finish it and then I'll I will say what I want to say. Tucked inside the garbage can in the ladies' room. Okay. Just him. I haven't been in today. Uncle Jones quizzed employees and me to find out how it got there. You put it in there? No, sir. I didn't put that in there. Remained an unsolved mystery. You said it's an old building. I know, but I'm going to be in the bathroom. They eat. I want to meet Uncle Jones. Uncle Jones seems like a good guy. I and I, I don't care. It sounds like he can cook. I, I bet. And they say this. It's probably, they say people go from miles around over to a pop. Is it a pop or Altamont Springs, what they said in the beginning? I believe Altamont Springs. They go to Uncle Jones's place from miles around to eat there. I want some of that Uncle Jones food. Well, they're, why should stopping you from having it, man? They're not stopping me. They're just letting me know. Well, public service. Don't be surprised by the cockroaches. I'm never of them. Just deal with them. Eats at Uncle Jones are tasty. Hold on a second. By the way, did you hear what happened in that exchange where he accused her of planting the cockroach in the bathroom in a napkin? Did you put it there? There's nothing to eat in the bathroom. That's what he says. Because cockroaches never... No, it's only where the food is. I've never found a cockroach in my tub. I'm sure a cockroach uh, wouldn't be interested in eating poo. <laughs> Who isn't? Uncle Jones Barbecue cleaned up and is back open for business. Next, we venture into Brevard County. We came all the way to Palm Bay to Dottie's Restaurant on Northeast Babcock Street. Eating healthier, I am. <laughs> With its old-fashioned Who is that, Yoda? Dottie's is another popular place. Healthier, I am. But again, roaches caused the state to shut Dottie's down. Inspector found dead and live roaches with some going up the wall. I wasn't here. I don't know. Yeah. We do know this. Dottie's passed re-inspection and is open once again. Michelle Meredith, West 2 I team. Now, massage therapist Kimmy says Uncle Jones's barbecue is fantastic. 
It's on 436 past 1792 before the mall. She says she's going to bring us some on Thursday. Nice. She says, the place, yes, it is kind of dirty, but the food is so good. Tell her I want extra legs. There's nothing better. And do you even trust a place where it's not dirty? No, I mean, if it's not dirty, it means they haven't been doing any work in there. And no one wants to eat there. I'd agree. I think it just adds to uh, the I personality honestly, of the place. It's almost like you're going over to your crazy uncle's. Who is the best cook in the family, mm-hmm. but can't keep a, a place? No, I mean all the uh, furniture is different colors. The uh... it's almost like he's there in the family just to cook. Mm-hmm. Like you got your own personal caterer, crazy uncle, the child molester. No, he can cook. K nine, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. What's up, K nine? Yeah, I just wanted to tell you, you know, you're right about the food being good because I used to work at a restaurant part-time at night, and it's in, uh, it's all outside of the land, and it's on 44 right by the river, but it's a famous seafood restaurant, and they used to do dishes in there part-time at night, and I used to see roaches all the time, but they've got the best food, and it would never stop me from eating it once, but I saw tons of them, and uh, people still go there all the time. And I thank you, Ken, and here's the only time I would not eat because of bugs. If I had literally eaten half the bug, like if I took so, a bite and there were half a roach, like when I went back and I'm like, oh, man, I got half a roach in my mouth. But then even then, I got to think to myself, I already got half a roach. Why not just get the next bite? And why not just finish it? What's a roach going to do? Now, what would you do if you saw one just crawling across your uh, your barbecue? Would you just flick it off or would you... Uh... Depends on how good it is. Would you eat in the bathroom? Oh, I have. No. And and this bathroom here? Yeah, if it was free. So if I brought you in a sandwich tomorrow, you would eat it in the bathroom? Mm-hmm. I'll sit down the toilet. I'm going to throw up. I've done... I told you that I've had cereal before. Oh. Yeah, at your own place is fine, but a oh. public one is... Well, maybe you haven't been to my apartment. Oh, yeah, that is true. You should wear a hairnet in your apartment. One time I dropped if Matt... I hair. I, I dropped Matt off, and I had to go to the bathroom, but I was like... Matt's is probably disgusting, so I'll use Hefe's. And I was pretty creeped out by what I saw in there as well. Yeah, no, mine's dirty. Again, why keep it clean? Pam and Apopka, you're in the hideout. Go ahead, Pam. I just wanted to say that I, I've never eaten Uncle John's Barbecue, but I used to live by there, and the food you can smell for, like from a mile away, and it smells awesome. Everybody I've heard from has said that it's great. Why didn't you eat there? I've never stopped in. It was like a little shack. I've been kind of weary of it. It looks kind of uh, iffy, but I've heard that it's been great. And here's the thing. If it tastes so good, and thank you, Pam, if it tastes that good, I'm willing to even deal with the repercussions of the next day. You know what the best food is? When you see someone on the side of the street cooking out of one of those half barrels, you know, all those, uh, you know, the, like five bucks for a rack, that's the best food to eat. I like uh, corner uh, corner hot dogs. In boiled water. Why is it the hot dog is the only uh, only food that they'll make a building out of, like a like a building shaped like a hot dog, and sell the hot dogs out of it? You don't see a big building shaped like a burger. I've never seen that before. There's one right down uh, uh, down 50. You're crazy. Well, uh, they even have cars shaped like hot dogs. The weenie mobile. Nah, I always wanted to drive one. I remember I saw it when I was a kid driving through my town. Mm-hmm. I was so excited. Mo went to school the next day. You'd never believe the size. Yeah. Oh, Mo. Talking about your uncle again. 
It's the Hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Hideout. It's the Hideout. Stay tuned. Listening to the Hideout. All right, who wants to bring us up some Uncle Jones barbecue? I'm ready to go there. How late are they open? This is why we need interns. We have one. His name is Git. Oh. Oh, wait. Now, Dubs, I'm going to take it to the flip side, where they now say we are too worried about germs. That's next in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. No, 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 You fry it, and then you dip it into ketchup to eat it. I don't know. The, the, the uh, tomato-y taste uh, fried in might be good. Would you eat a cicada? Oh. Yes. That dumb's dead. Actually, he... Uh, he it tastes did. like a Cadbury egg. Oh, <laughs> so dirty. He squirted. All right, Dubs, here's the complete opposite now, where people are afraid of uh, dirty food. Mm-hmm. I guess on uh, Fox 35 today, and I've seen this story. I actually pulled this story for us to play earlier. Uh, like over the weekend on CNN, that now we're becoming a little bit too much of a germ-phobe society. And germs uh, can be good for us. And we're too clean now. If you are the kind of mom who just cannot stand the sight of a filthy, dirty, disgusting sink like this one, and you couldn't even imagine your child eating something from it or in it or even around it, we're going to ask you to dig deep in these next two minutes and try to wash some of those notions away. Moms like Kelly Johnston feel good when they spray and scrub and wipe and wash the house sparkling clean. Kelly's a self-proclaimed germaphobe. If her habits sound familiar... Wipe down the shopping carts, have shopping cart covers, keep antibacterial with you, um, make sure the kids wash their hands when they come inside, after they go to the bathroom, before they eat. Then you've probably gone a little cleaning crazy, too. Kelly spends practically half her day in the bathroom with 16-month Kendall sanitizing. All right, now here's what's funny about this, because you can't see it on the radio. This chick... Obese. <laughs> so here is a. Is she using the wet naps between her uh, her rolls while she's at it? Here is a fat, morbidly fat mother, so concerned with the germs that are around, but obviously not worried about the stuff that she's ingesting. Yeah, there's so many uh, extras in your food that you're ingesting, that like additives w- and things like this. Yeah, they're probably worse than uh, what could be on your fingers. When you're eating your food, how many times a day? Oh, four-year-old goes to the bathroom a lot. Um, I would say a good ten or fifteen times it. a day. We are overdoing it. Pediatric allergy specialist Dr. Steven Rosenberg says kids who grow up completely germ-free will fight far worse allergies and asthma than kids who get a little dirt under their fingernails from time to time. Obviously, you do not want anybody, an infant child, to be growing up in a dirty environment, but you can overdo a good thing also. Uh, Antiseptic uh, soaps are good for surgeons and maybe for us physicians and officers, but a good hand washing with a regular soap is all that's needed. In fact, a little dirt might do your little one some good. Exposure to germs at a young age will strengthen a child's immune system. According to the National Institutes of Health, child allergy rates have risen steadily over the past 15 years. The reason? Our obsession with bleaching and disinfecting every germ out of existence is backfiring. 
still no kidding. really isn't giving up her super soap just yet. That's true with all of the antibacterial and the soap and the bleach that the germs are somehow getting stronger, but... We do everything we can to keep them safe right now. And you're just not willing to put that no. antibacterial down yet? Not yet. Not yet. What the <laughs> hell? What's it going to take? You already know that it's probably harmful and you still refuse. That is just like some weird OCD-ish behavior. Mm -hmm. I mean, we keep a very clean place, but we aren't really worried about getting too many germs around. Well, your chick, is a, she obsesses over cleaning. Yeah. I mean, that's just one thing. She just, for some reason, she cleans and cleans and cleans. She finds it to be fun. Yeah. I guess that's probably what it is, too. I need to have her clean my car, by the way. <laughs> I forgot about that. But, and it's now getting to the point where we're not using our immune systems enough and anymore. And we're so readily, like, you know, to go take on, take these antibiotics and use these antibacterial soaps that we're not giving our bodies a chance anymore to fight for themselves. I was so dirty as a kid. Me too. I mean, completely dirty. I would eat stuff that had been sitting on the stove for, like, days. It didn't matter to me. I had a doctor. and I had a doctor that I went to, and I had a mild little cough, and I mm -hmm. think I was getting over it. I'd go ahead and take these antibiotics if you want to. No, no, I'm not interested. I actually want my body... I have already been taking antibiotics. It's to the point now where I'm almost taking them once a year. And, you know, it's not healthy. It's not good for you. And especially to do this to your child, when as a child you probably have an incredibly strong immune system, mm -hmm. don't you? I would imagine so. I've never taken antibiotics since uh, I've been probably 12. I remember my mom had me take them when I, when I was younger, but I haven't taken them in years. I think it's only helped me. I think the other thing, too, that we're getting away from is uh, breastfeeding. Because I hear breastfeeding is really good for building up the immune system of a kid. Really? Yeah. I wonder what it is. Well, I think as your mom, like, there's something about how your mom has, you know, built up all those antibodies and stuff. And she passes that on to you? Yeah. But what if your mom's sickly? Drinks a lot. Okay, so basically, what if it's your mom? Yeah. What if we have your mom? I could, probably couldn't get through her tan breasts. Could you imagine? <laughs> Although they do look like udders, just leather bags. <laughs> they say Louis Vuitton on the side of them. Dooney. And they're swollen, they look like boxing gloves. <laughs> <sighs> All right, 407 888-978-1041. Yeah, I really worry about those people who are just overprotective about their kids. And, you know, all the allergies and stuff that you pop up with. Yeah. You've had no time to build your immune system. It's stupid almost. Do you think that's, uh, that has something to do? Because uh, the, the big allergy that's really popped up bigger than ever is the peanut one. All right, where does that even come from, though? Oh, Tommy. J-Dogs. That's my cousin, Peanut. I have no allergies to that. <laughs> By the way, she had to delete her MySpace profile and create a new one. Why? Anonymous one. Why? Because people kept bothering her. How'd they know where she was? I don't even know where she is. Yeah, I, I haven't even added her. Add me. I need a little peanut oil. Oh, dude, that was like seriously the worst visual I ever got. That's my cousin, bro. That's my cousin. Uh, John in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Hey, Al, how you doing? All right. 
Hey, I want to let you know you are 100% correct on breastfeeding because uh, I'm damn near 40 years old and I still breastfeed for my mom and I have been sick in years. Okay, you know, that's your sick in the head. In the head, that's where your sickness is. Mom's not even alive anymore. I don't know where it's coming from. Powdered milk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Turn into creamer. You guys are dirty. I love it. 407-916-1041-888-9781. Uh-oh, breaking news. What's up? Breaking news. I'll tell you next in the hideout on World Radio 104.1. Hideout. Coming up next. On the hideout. The hideout. Breaking news, J-Dubs. Big stuff? Big stuff. America will be riveted. It's big. Ew. Girthy. Thank you. The news. Next. In the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. George Carlin from You Are All Diseased. It's the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. And... It's so funny. He's talking about bird flu. That was mm-hmm. like 1999. You know, and it, just the whole thing of seeing it coming on. That's a really brilliant comedy album. Too. Yeah, and if you look at like the date of it and everything, what was it? 2000. 1999. 1999. Yeah, and just how ahead of the time he was on everything. You know, like uh, his airport security he talks about in there. There's a lot of really uh, good stuff in there, and I think it might be one of the greatest comedy uh hours i've ever watched and uh, in addition to that too even some things that are almost prophetic when it comes to september 11 mm-hmm. when he talks about the airport security it's a hideout real radio 104.1 um dubs you want that breaking news now please all right here it is breaking news is the world ready for surrey cruise what tom and katie have given birth it's a baby girl, 7 pounds, 7 ounces, 20 inches long. And that means Tom is full, because he said he was going to eat the placenta. He did actually say that he would be eating placenta. Maybe you'll go over and have it over at uh, Uncle whatever's. Uncle Jones's? Uncle Jones's. Have uh, him barbecue it up. Oh, my dubs. So does this now officially mean that we're done no. With homes and crews, and we can move on. It's just the beginning, my friend. Now they're going to be following this kid around, uh, trying to figure out like if uh, if Katie's holding it wrong or something, figuring out what, what kind of uh, religious beliefs they're you know, forcing it to do at the young age, how they're brainwashing it. Surrey, is it Cruise? Is it named Cruise, or is it Surrey Cruise Homes? I would say Cruise. Okay, remember the rumors came out that as soon as they had the baby, they were going to break up. It was going to be over. You know, even if it, it that is true, you won't see that for another couple months. I think that's the perfect time to leave a chick. Right after the baby? Just give him birth. Postpartum depression setting in. The whole thing. Look at them. Now they're the perfect little family, except they're not married. Is there a picture of the baby up? No, not yet. Now, do you think they'll go and sell the pictures of the baby, just like uh, K-Fed and Brittany did, where they set it up when they sold them? I don't understand that. Why sell pictures of your baby? Because your baby's cute and it's important. But it, 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 you should just give them out. You know, it, I could see some homeless person doing it. But it you is... have millions on top of millions of dollars. Why are you selling baby pictures? Now, do you think that at this moment Tom Cruise is eating the placenta like a rabid dog? 
no. He's knife and forking it. Because he's classy like mm-hmm. that. He's a proper man who eats placenta. With his pinky up, drinking a little <laughs> bottle of red wine. Well, yeah, okay. I mean, red wine is the uh, wine of placentas. I forgot, a nice Merlot. I forgot about this during the Friday Night Fight Club because of everything that was going on between Bicurious BJ and Matt Albert. I completely forgot that Chick-fil-A John came up with placenta. Mm-hmm. In a Cow dil- placenta. In a Dillard's bag. It's just afterbirth floating around in this plastic Dillard's bag. He goes, they go, the heretics. Uh, by the way, can we pour this on them so they can wrestle in it? I'm like, no, we're all going out afterwards. I don't want to go around smelling See, like cow afterbirth. I said yes. I said throw it right on Matt and BJ. And I was like, no, mainly because I know that Matt doesn't wash clothes, so back at the hideout off-campus housing, it would just stink like cow placenta for months. I'm sure it would just be like a drop on him. Can you clean your room, please? I'll get to it. <laughs> I'm kind of busy right now doing nothing but chatting. Laying here. I, I knock on his door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, hey, I'm going to need a little help doing something. <sighs> Hold on. Let me log off. I'm talking to Tommy. Tell me what he was uh, taping and watching. What show? Matt Albert. Oh, Matt Albert is a real big fan of, is it Veronica Mars? Yeah. What's wrong with Veronica Mars? It has what is plots. that? Veronica Mars, fine if it's on and that's just what you're watching, but you should never be taping the Ver- Veronica Mars show. It was a Saturday afternoon, and I'm like, oh, what is this doing? I guess it's WB Weekends or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I noticed on the tape recorder, play. And so he's watching uh, a tape of that week's Veronica Mars on VHS, no less. I forgot what time it was on, so I haven't been able to watch it for a while. Then I saw the replay on on the previous Saturday, and I was like, i got to tape this for the week. What was the great topic? Oh, it was a rape at a college uh What is that show even about? It's basically Veronica solving crimes <laughs> in Neptune. That's the Neptune Beach, <laughs> matter of fact. That's the place she lives in You're California. Gay. What? That's so queer. And how do you go? To, how do you go to a network and say, "Here's what we're gonna do. <laughs> we're gonna have a girl on the beach You're solving like crimes." Gay Star Wars nerd. It's so weird. I love Laguna Beach too. <laughs> I hate you. Laguna what? Beach is terrible. What's Laguna Beach? The MTV. Uh, I don't. It doesn't even seem like it's a reality show. It seems like a bad scripted, uh, fake reality. Steven. You don't remember when L.C. stopped going out with the other Steven to go out with the other Steven, the guy that plays baseball? Yeah, riveting. At, at the college? Oh, I nearly I nearly cried. I thought that relationship was going to last forever, especially since he went to San Francisco University, and, you know, he misses her. He, he forgot how much he actually loved her. Tell me another fairy show you watch. <laughs> I don't watch... All right, what, all right, what's your guiltiest pleasure television show right now? Right, Tommy's left the same the booth where Matt Albert is and come into the actual studio. What? Well, I don't know if I, I have a guilty. I can't be in the same room as him. Anymore. I don't know if I have a guilty pleasure show, but I watched a Nick Cage double feature last night, which was The Rock and uh, Con Air. 
I'm surrounded by sissies. That is she a great double, pe- double feature. Cyrus Grissom. Cyrus the damn virus. Bobby Bedlam. <laughs> why, couldn't, why couldn't you just put down the bunny? <laughs> is that funny? Con Air. I, I didn't know that was... How do you recite lines from Con Air? <laughs> so that's what happened to Pinball. <laughs> Cut him loose. He's weighing us down. Dead weight. <laughs> It's not really funny. Well, John Cusack versus Agent Duncan Malloy. (laughs) Great. Tommy, can you help me? Or at least I'm gonna go with you to go get some pizza. Hold on. Where are you guys going? We're just talking about Vince Larkin. Don't talk about Con Air. There's so much to talk about. How about uh? What, what's the uh, what's the serial killer's name? Garland Green. Garland Green. He was the Marietta Mangler. <laughs> um, he once wore a woman's head through three states. Yeah, driving the entire way. I that film should have been nominated for an Oscar. It is the perfect action movie. And there's so many great lines and just you know repartee between the two. Well, I mean, it was ahead of its time when it, you know, like the, uh, the planes crashing into the uh, into the strip. Into Las Vegas? Yeah, oh, yeah, and they uh, they knocked down the hard rock uh, guitar. All those special effects, and in, uh, when Poe was walking out of the uh, crash plane, mm-hmm. I mean, that was beautiful. That was a metaphor for life. Or when he was uh, charging the front of the plane, saying, I'll show you that Jesus exists. Gets shot in the arm, doesn't even slow him down. Yeah, because he's, uh, he's a machine among men. Yes. And you have to realize that. I'm sorry. I must have called the wrong number. You guys done? I can go longer. Go Let's on me go into the rock. Um, <laughs> I don't remember as much of the rock. I'm embarrassed. Why? I'm genuinely embarrassed. You're the show's Duncan Malloy. Ouch! I really don't know what that means. <laughs> Where's your Corvette? Ass kicker. <laughs> what? <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know what that means. This became a DEA issue when one of my agents was murdered. Real radio. Hmm. All right, so hideout real radio 104.1 407-916-1041 888 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. What are you doing? Sorry about that. Apparently there was some sort of a uh, cross-signal mix-up, and you were listening to a... Hooch's uh, radio show. Yeah, just something from uh, Australia. I guess in Australia there was a uh, Nicolas Cage special, and here at the Clear Channel Compound we got some wires mixed up, and uh, you heard some sort of a retrospective on Con Air, and... Um, the Rock. But we're back here in the hideout live now. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. And Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. It's real weird. We should talk to engineering. I don't know what happened. And we're here in the middle talking about Katie Holmes. Yeah. And Tom Cruise having uh, given birth. And all of a sudden, you know. When the, the, jail, sa- when the jailbird gets taken over. The satellite craps out. And, yeah, I work uh, for the Parks Department of... Uh, Erection, I mean, corrections. No? 
I'm sorry. I think we're still. All right, we're going to get these uh, satellite issues fixed. But if you want to be a part of the show, it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1, and 888-978-1041. My daddy's birthday is on July 13th. So Katie Holmes and uh, Tom Cruise have given birth to Surrey. Seven pounds, seven ounces. A uh, a daughter mm-hmm. they now have. And um, so that's the big news. That's the big breaking news. And from henceforth... How short do you think the kid's going to be? I don't know. I mean, Both of them are short people. I mean, she's taller than him, but she's still not a, a tall drink of water. Suri has Hebrew origins, meaning princess. Details of the birth... Um, I guess it was a silent procedure, and uh, that's it. Yeah, Matt Albert. Welcome to the Rock. Real radio. Uh, so hideout, Road Radio 104.1, We keep cutting in and out. Sorry about that. We're going to uh, get all our technical issues straightened out here. I know people are typing to me. I can't believe I'm listening to this S. What the F is going on. Again, that's satellite problems. Yeah. Face off. Face Okay, I'm in some sort of a uh, hellish dream. Now all of a sudden I'm Bill Murray and it's Groundhog Day. Take a break and come back. It's The Hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Stay tuned to The Hideout. The Hideout. The Hideout. We're going to do our best to get all these satellite issues under control when we come back. Diamond, um, Diamond Dog was probably the greatest character in Con Air. When we come back, I won't be here. I'm glad I'm stuck in paradise. I'm glad Baby L got his uh, his uh, medicine though. You know, Matt, Swamp Thing could really uh, fly that plane. He knew uh, Cyrus the Myers is a real captain of the plane, to be honest with you. They took the transponder out, put in Uncle Ned's flying. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Pete and Merritt Island, you're in the hideout. Uh, hi. Go ahead. He brought a gun on the plane and got my agent killed. <laughs> also, of course, Face Off, very, very, very good movie. Uh... No one carries on my flight. Real. Real. <laughs> the hideout row radio one oh four point one on a Tuesday night. Chris, you're in uh you're in the hideout. What's up, Chris? How you doing guys? Alright. 
Hey, I'm down here visiting from Cleveland. You guys got a good show going on. Thank you. I, I heard that, Carl, and, man, I was cracking up. That's a good performance you put on. Yeah, that's, that's You Are All Diseased, a fantastic <laughs> album everyone should own. Uh, his new one's good, too. Have you seen uh, Life is Worth Losing? You know, I saw the new one about with Carlin. The thing that I wanted to listen to it and not look at it because yeah. it appears age is finally catching up to Carlin and not doing all of the drugs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because right. He, he, he right. aged about 30 years just since the last special. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. But that, that guy doesn't get dumb, I'll tell you. <laughs> no. He's pretty good. Yeah, he's awesome. Well, hey, I wanted to bring up, do you think, uh, do you think Katie needed a, maybe she, do you think she's begging for a Vicodin after this whole thing? Because, uh, I remember him saying, uh, Cruz saying on the news about I wasn't going to allow her to take any drugs during childbirth. That's so barbaric when you think about it, too, Chris. <laughs> it's like you got a chick and she's going to give birth to your kid. You should want to give her every drug possible. It's just to the fact that she doesn't hate you and doesn't yeah. resent you. That's right. That's right. I think it's the smartest thing I ever did with my. I've got three, uh, three of them, and uh, man, uh, she was telling me if you don't let me take anything, that's it. All right, <laughs> uh, I thank you, Chris, and thank you for uh, for uh, checking us out. Check us out on RuralRadio.fm when you get back up north, and go to HideoutHeretics.net. The creator and runner of that site is here, Nameless, and um, big fan of uh, Stanley Goodspeed. Who Nameless? Mm-hmm. Nick Cage, Cage is the character in The I Rock? No? I don't care. Hmm. Really matters uh, very little to me. Actually, not even very little. None at all. Okay, when you're at the point, when you're staring at IDB, <laughs> IMDB.com. What are you talking about? <laughs> enough already. <laughs> he looks a little like Sergeant Antonio Corelli. Just, just a little bit. Just a tiny, teeny bit. <laughs> Nameless does? You ass. And I hate you. I'm glad you took down General Hummel, though. Hey, um, Dubs, as many as 10% of fathers mm-hmm. are not the biological parents of their uh, alleged child, according to a uh, study in the June 2006 issue of Current Anthropology. How do you find that out, though? Like, it, it, it's... It, Maury? That, I mean, Maury seems like the only real option... Because just asking for a paternity test seems like a dick move. Seems like a move you can't pull. Why not? It, it just seems like there's no winning there. Because if it isn't, if if you are the father, you know you're 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 going to be looked at like a jerk, like you've been uh, accusing her of something she didn't do. I think it should be mandatory. Honestly, it should happen in the uh, hospital right when the kid's born. Just to make sure. That it is yours. Have you heard the the commercials for the ones where you swab the mouth and send it in? No. Of you and the kid? I, I believe they run them on the Berg Show. Huh. You uh, just run a swab in your kid's mouth and uh, your mouth and you send it in. They'll get the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. That's what they do in CSI. I think you should do it way earlier. Can't you just, like, when she's pregnant and it's a little, like, zygote or fetus, just get a, a very large needle, stick it in? Pull think, a little cell out. Isn't there a way of checking that when they're pregnant or no? Or I think to... I just described it with a very large needle into the zygote. Oh, I thought you were talking about your fist. No, come on. Shock jock. Forgotten what number it was. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. Let's say you're part of that ten percent. Okay. All right. If you're driving around right now and you're looking around and you see your uh, your kid. 
You got to know there's a nine and ten. There's a one in ten chance that kid isn't yours. No, look at it. Look at the eyes. Just like I'm Maury. That, that that stupid thing. Look at the eyes, that's, Maury. That's my prince. He's gonna wear my crown, Maury. UPS Rich, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What's up? Yeah. Hey, what's up, Hey, Go ahead, dude. Hey, uh, the whole Tom Cruise thing is pretty ironic, but I think uh, Garland Green said it best when he said, "Define irony." A bunch of idiots dancing around on a plane to a song made famous by a band that died in a plane crash. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> In the hideout on a Wednesday night, Real Radio 104.1. And uh, talking about paternity tests. Not many commercials this hour, I've noticed. A lot of breaks, though. It's just a satellite breaking up. Satellite breaking up. Just dodging it from everywhere. Uh... Yeah, I don't know how it is a mandatory, especially when you think about, too, like, if you're a father and what you have to pay to, you know, once that, once, like, is pretty much determined or, like, you find out your chick's pregnant, mm-hmm. you're automatically locked in for 18 years of payment. Yeah. And so you- I would figure you would want to, at that point, find out, hey, is this really mine? Let's go ahead and get that big old needle. In the zygote, maybe the fetus, and uh, find out whether or not we need to even uh, keep this pregnancy. Because let's say, like I was saying, you're driving in your car, now you look over at your kid. One in ten chance it's not yours. It belongs to the mailman or a radio DJ. How do you think you got to go see Green Day last year at the <laughs> TD Water Center? And... You know, you're looking over your kid and you're just thinking, all right, this couldn't be mine. This may not be mine. Should you then, should the woman mm-hmm. owe you, like, child support and everything if it turns out that kid isn't yours? Well, as it stands right now, they don't matter. Like, uh, if you uh, if you go a certain amount of time and you have taken responsibility for that kid, even if it isn't yours, you'll have to pay still, after even after you find out. So say, like... Ten years down the road, you decide, hey, this kid has none of my features. Hey, Why is it black? I thought I was bigger than most normal white guys. Maybe I used to have a little bit of that in me. Lying to yourself. 116th or something. Kelly and Ormond Beach, you're in the hideout. What's up, Kelly? Hey. Go ahead. The, the test that they can do on... The fetus or zygote or whatever mm-hmm. that endangers the baby. That's if okay. Not, you you got to find out if it's just true, have the, just have the the mother take a few shots, licking yeah, the baby but, up a little bit. They won't but feel anything. It's not the baby's fault that the mother's a whore. No, that's true. But uh, here's the thing: you want to save that child from having a whore for a mother. Well, so then if it's so, I agree with the whole at you know baby screams swab in the mouth, make sure that who we say is the daddy is the daddy. All right, so you're saying so that, that guys don't have to pay for babies that aren't theirs. So you're saying at birth, as soon as as soon as you get that gook out of the mouth and you uh, cut the placenta, mm-hmm. before the father decides he wants to eat it, let's make sure you're eating your baby's placenta and not some other guy's baby's placenta. Okay, that's wicked gross, and I've been drinking, so but anyway. Sounds like you're in a car. That's great. I am in a car, too, but I'm not driving, so don't worry about it. Okay, that's all right. I just wanted to make sure. 
But no, I'm not. But the thing is, is that the deal is, is that you can't punish the child for the fact that the mother's a whore. Mm, and so, I, well, again, I mean, you can't punish the father for the fact that the mother's a whore. So what you do is before the birth certificate is signed, before anybody says legally, this is my child, you do the swab, you make sure that who's the daddy is who's the is who is on the birth certificate so that some poor schmuck doesn't end up paying for a kid that's not his because that's not right either. But you can't punish the child for the fact that the mother, it, you know, no, I got you. her legs together. No, I got you, Kelly. Thank I, you. I, I just don't understand why women can't be, you know, more loyal, you know, wait for a guy when he's in prison, you know, like Trisha Poe. Sam in Orlando, you're in the hideout on road radio. Yeah, speaking of that, maybe uh, Cameron should have gotten one of those tests before he got in that bar fight, and then he would have known if little Casey was his or not. It's a hideout. I think it's a Tuesday night in the hideout. Roll Radio 1. Normally when uh, I hear that. Seems like Saturday. I don't know. Uh... Just the same. Well, he, was a, he was a trained killer, a ranger. Dave in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Dave? Hey, gentlemen, what's going on? Hey, brother. Listen, I find myself in the uncomfortable position of having gone to three years of law school and agreeing with drunk chick in a car. <laughs> but the reason it is the way it is is that a judge has ruled, and it's a appellate court decision, that the protection of the child is in society's best interest. So you had a guy over in Tampa who was paying child support for like 15 years, and then they found out the kid wasn't his when it came to an organ transplant. And he just wanted to get out of pay in the last three years, and the courts wouldn't let him because it was in the interest of society for that child to be taken care of. And even though he had no moral obligation, legally the courts found he had one. Now, here's what's up. I think that woman should be not only – let's say he pays for the next three years, okay? That woman should have to take out a loan – to pay for the 18 years and nine months of uh, falsely uh, leading that guy on to think that it's his kid. Even if he still wants to be a father, fine. But she owes him some money. I, I agree with you. So far, our court hasn't, though. All right. You need to become a judge then, Dave. Uh, you uh, need I don't to... think that's ever going to happen. <laughs> Keep your nose clean, all right? All right, we'll We're talk. We're ready for that, my friend. All right. All right Y'all have a good evening. Right, you too. That drives me insane, brother. That that can happen to uh to a guy. I from now I'm gonna do it. If I ever happen to get a chick pregnant, um, it's gonna be immediate. We're getting a paternity test just to make sure. Now, what what happens if it isn't? Do you dump her? Oh yeah. Of course. She can go be with the guy whose uh, baby it is. What if she doesn't know? Well, then why would you stay with her? What if it's Johnny 23? <sighs> Nick, you're in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. What's up, Nick? What's up? It's Nicholas Cage. I just wanted to thank the guys for being such a big fan of my movies. Eh, just a couple of them. Which ones do you like in particular? Of course, Face Off. Yes, what else? Uh, Con Air. 
How do you feel about the Vegas flick? Oh, the, the oh, uh, leaving Las Vegas. Yeah. Enjoyed it played, thoroughly. Played a hell of a drunk, didn't I? You did. The Hideout Real Radio 104.1, Tuesday night, 407-916-1041, realradio.fm. Chuck Jock. And Maitland, you're in the Hideout on Real Radio. What's up? Hey, guys. Chuck Jock. Actually, uh, before I get to my point about the whole, what I was going to say, I was watching TV and I saw a commercial with Con Air, that whole uh, hair t- uh, training uh, product. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and let me different. get to the point. Uh, as a child, I was actually tested for uh, whether my father was a real father, and it actually caused some brain damage. And I started singing Con Air, yeah, whoa, Nicholas Cage, yeah, baby, yeah. Chuck Jock. Radio. I'm done. It's over. What? Finay. Finish with what? Get your game on. The Hideout Door Prize Blowout, coming up next. Call now to be a winner of Real Radio. You know, I got chills when little Casey Poe went and uh, hugged her dad Cameron Poe. Seriously, it's been a half hour. It's been a half hour. Enough with the Con Air, Face Off, The Rock references. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1, Tuesday night. Hey, let's play a little game. Hideout door prize blowout. Fantastic. People are just now tuning in. What's with the real radio music every 14 <laughs> seconds? That's why you can't miss a moment. Otherwise, you're not in on... Uh... Hell, I'm not even in on what's going on. So never mind. I can't scold you. Uh, Hideout door prize blowout. What's tonight's game, Tommy Bateman? Hideout door prize blowout. door prize blowout. Nice. Name that celebrity badge. Awesome. This is an old school favorite of the hideout. Tommy Bateman in his game. Name that celebrity badge. Is it is it going to be tough tonight? Yes, by uh, special request. I've been told my games are too easy, so it's not you can't win, but it is you're probably not going to win. Name that celebrity badge. Oh, They are pretty tough. All right, then we, we want to go one and done then? Sure. All right, we'll go with... Uh, Started off with EJ from the U in Orlando. You ready, EJ? Let's go. All right, here we go. Name that celebrity vag. All right, my vag has never been on screen, but I had some great cleavage in 100 Girls. I'm under siege to show some skin on screen. Everyone wants to see my Grey's Anatomy. Name my celebrity vag. Oh, the chick from Baywatch. What is her stupid name? Uh, the blonde hair, short hair. She popped out a cake and, uh... We need a name. Siege. Damn it. Give me a second, I'll search. <laughs> No, oh, all right, you're out. Who was it? That was actually not Erica Alaniac, which is who he was thinking of. It was actually Katherine Heigl. Uh, how did you yeah, know? Whatever. Yeah, thank you, EJ. <laughs> but no one watches Grey's Anatomy except me? No. no. I guess right. I usually turn over to Bravo to watch uh, some Law & Order. Gay. What is that, on Sundays? Yeah. Yeah, they have like a, a whole marathon going on. So what? You, I'm usually watching something on the DVR. These are so easy. I mean, I've gotten... He tests these questions on me, and I've got every single one of them. All right, let's try it with sure. somebody else then. Kobe and Maitland. You ready, Kobe? Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Yeah, 
Yeah. All right, here we go, Kobe. All right, come on, get real. If you thumb through my princess diaries, it might look like I'm a prude. I'd have to have a broke back to wreak that much havoc and finally show some skin. Name my celebrity vag. Oh, dude, I know this. Oh, it's a chick that looks like a dude. Uh, <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Oh, you're an ass. I hate you. <laughs> Thank you, JJ. Um, Who I'm was it? Anne Hathaway. Casper Troy? It's going to happen all night, isn't it? <laughs> People are egging me on. I'm sorry. So? How about let's not be a teenager and give in to peer pressure? <laughs> okay, let's go to Officer Lobster in Altamont Springs. Your next step. You ready, Officer Lobster? Oh, yeah. All right, here we go. I'm a stupid Londoner with a penchant for movies with douchebag leading men. My career should be over like the last days of disco. Most of my movies bomb like Pearl Harbor. If you like my movies, you're full of stupidity, or was that serendipity? Name my celebrity oh, come badge. on! <laughs> this game is way too hard, man. You got it? No, Officer Lobster? Um, I'm sorry, guys. I just don't know. That's all right. Kate Beckinsale, and her movies don't bomb. Underworld was fantastic. Serendipity is a great movie. What it's watchable. Favorites? It's not great. I, no, no, it's not even... <laughs> Colleen Hey Matt hey. hey You gotta let me know If it's a chick on the board So I can go to them first Cause it's ladies first In the hideout uh, Yeah I was feeling left out Alright here we go Colleen Name that celebrity vag On Real Radio If you saw my celebrity vag You'd be in 7th heaven I have a mannish face But I'm still hot If you wanna be with me You'll have to follow My rules of attraction To get this summer catch Name my celebrity vag Uh um, Katie Holmes. Jessica Beale. Sorry, Colleen. Jessica Beale. Summer Catch. Fantastic movie. And you're right. She has a yield sign for a face, but just a tremendous body. It's like a yield sign on an hourglass. And so it's almost forgivable. It's definitely forgivable. She's got freckles. All right, now somebody just typed to me, Jessica Beale. Yes, I said that. I love it when they try to play the game and they're on a 16-second delay and you have no idea what they're talking about anymore. <laughs> People do that to me with the Headlines Game Show, and they're like, that's a D. And I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about at this point. Um, Let's go to... Tommy, you're next up. You ready, Tommy? Uh, kind of. <laughs> I have all the answers in front of me. How can I all play? Right, here we go. Name that celebrity badge. If you were to see my celebrity vag in person, you'd have to be admitted to the ER. Come to Coyote Ugly and meet me by the cooler. Name my celebrity vag. Oh, gosh. I've seen her in Stuff Magazine, too. Uh, no go? You don't I, have... I don't... I can't... I don't know. All right. <laughs> She's hot, though. Maria Bello. Yeah, I'm watching ER now. I'm just fascinated with it. I'm so into the various... I'm like in two different spots, too. Mm -hmm. I'm with the TNT in the morning and the WB in the afternoon. I guess she was on in the mid-later parts, and she is fantastic. Uh, let's see, who's been on hold the next longest? Paul in Melbourne, name that celebrity veg. You ready? Yeah. Here we go. If you want to give me the ring, come to my house. I live on Mulholland Drive. Just remember, I heart Huckabees, but don't call me Ellie Parker. Name my celebrity veg. Oh. 
I'm going to hate myself. I, Lily Tomlin. Lily <laughs> <laughs> Tomlin? Who was it? Naomi Watts. Oh, Where do you pull that name out of? Lily Tomlin. All right, you know, K. Mike, you're an ass. What? He just sent me an I am. Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> He's very funny, though. Oh, uh, let's go to Gary and Sanford. Gary, it's a hideout real radio. Hey, hideout, Gary. All right, hey, Gary. I'm ready. Go. When I'm untrimmed, it's like a matrix down there. Looking directly at it could do irreversible damage. <laughs> but when it's well taken care of, <laughs> you will have the passion to put me as your number one selection in this ooh. year's Hideout Hottie Fantasy Draft. Name my celebrity badge. Ooh, ooh, I know, I know. Uh, Midler? <laughs> Monica Bellucci. What? Is that going to be your first pick this year? It can't be. She's been picked. Oh, yeah. Chunks has her. Yeah, Chunks has her. The high, Hideout Hottie draft coming up when? Uh, next Friday? You know, we need to talk about that. Do we want to do the Hideout Hottie draft when we broadcast live from uh, the Monster Anniversary show? Why not? It's the day before the draft. Because that's when we usually do the draft. Mm-hmm. And we're out there anyway, and I mean, we, there's so much we can talk about. I think it almost gives it the atmosphere of an actual draft. When you think about it. Mm-hmm. And we'll like, have the ambience around us, and it'll, right. be, it'll be good. All right, maybe we'll do that then. <sighs> Ooh, that's Noemi. Uh, Campbell. I, I don't know what's going on here. I got people sending me... You asked for it. Like, seriously, the answers... Mm-hmm. Naomi Watts. Yeah. Let's go to uh, Nate in Orlando. You ready, Nate? Yeah, what's up? All right, here we go. Name that celebrity vetch. How many more do we have left? Uh, We have four or five more. All right, let's go. Uh, This is an easy one. I, you better get this one. Uh, I have 71,603,559 friends, yet I don't know a person who actually likes me. I like to have MySpace, mostly because I like to do naughty things to underage individuals. <laughs> <laughs> Name my stupid fag face, celebrity face. <laughs> uh, no idea. MySpace Tom? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's Tom from MySpace? Yeah. He can't be this. He doesn't have a... Uh, are you said, sure? He said face badge. <laughs> wrong with you? Have you seen that smile? It's <laughs> uh, so a hideout door price blowout. Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> I'd have never gotten that one. Who else do you know that has 71,603,559 friends? They're real, does he really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know there were 71 million people on MySpace. Tommy gave that one to me and I got it right. Shut <laughs> up. I hate <laughs> you. He did. How? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Your dick chunks. What do you say? McDonald's egg, <laughs> McDonald's sausage egg and cheese biscuit has more calories, with 510 <laughs> over the 7-Eleven egg and cheese biscuit. <laughs> Answering a game from last week. <laughs> I was like two weeks ago. You're such an ass. Oh, I hate you, Holden. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Now right, here we go. All right. Do you listen to the show much, Holden? Yep. 
All right. If you don't get this right, then I know you're lying. I'm a big, dumb waste of space. My dad is probably an AA, fitting since my big-ass head works at AAA. Someone should kick me in my crappy quitting intern face and drum on it until my skull caves in. Name my, I sure hope my screen name, Gibbs Got Dibs, doesn't get out on the air badge. Oh, is that Matt Albert? <laughs> no, it's Gibbs. Yeah, I think the name my, I sure hope my screen name, Gibbs Got Dibs, doesn't get out on the air. Celebrity badge. <laughs> okay, I got this one from uh, Matt Albert. Sorry, there's 691 water fountains in the Pentagon. You can't win. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. You're welcome, darling. All right, we're done. Uh, it's a hideout. Real radio. 104.1. Coming up next on the Hey, do you want to play the K-Fed song finally? Yeah, I like that. And we have those two um, diss songs by a couple of guys who, uh, inmate. And by the way, Gibbs Answer. and Dibs both have two Bs. <laughs> it's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Inmate? What inmate? Not Playmate. Damn it! It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1, Tuesday night. 407 star-1041, and your singular wireless phone. Uh, Meckle and Daytona, you're in the hideout? Thank you. Go ahead. You're in. Yes. Go. Uh, name. I thought you were playing game. We're all done. You all done? Can I have price? No. Can't have a prize. Uh. Alright, Dubs, you've been wanting to play this K Fed song for a week now. I will give you time. What's the name of it? America's Most Hated. <laughs> Alright, that is true, actually. Right, here's the new K-Fed joint. Hold on. Let me switch it over here real quick. Hmm. I want you to, uh... All right, let's give this a good listen. Let's be open and fair. Jay, y'all. Jay, y'all. Jay, Kevin, better line, better line. <laughs> Waitress, can I have another drink, please? <laughs> I'd like to formally introduce myself. I'm the talk of the town. That's the reason why they stare for carrots in my ear. If you look, see a glare. I'm one of a kind with a wonderful rhyme. I'm skating off Cut in a rally. You'll get left behind. My rap's fully automatic like an AR. Dropping nothing but heat. Me and JR. I'm living life in the fast lane. Then the cash came. Fire won't quit still. Burning like a gas flame. They watch me, so I duck and roll. Middle finger still up, saying f the glow. And my dog still down. We don't trust them hoes. I live life like a king. I will set the stone. Kevin. I come tight with every rhyme. I built a kingdom. No, not at all. This marijuana got me heavily sedated. I'm Kevin huh. Federline, America's most hated. What? Oh, yeah, baby. JR, man. JR, you there, man? Hey, man, why don't you pass me that bottle over there, guys? Come on the front line. What is this? I don't understand. He's, he's talking to his, his gay friend or something. <laughs> And then later on, listen, when he's talking to the, I guess, waitress or something, I, I guess he's hitting on her or something. I don't know why he would publicize that in a song when he's, quote-unquote, married. 
like the one time. Can't even chill when it's California sunshine. But it's okay, I got something for you. I'm handing out ass kickers like diplomas. Who the what? You know, K bears with it, all that. Rappers talk about already did it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He's handing out ass kickings like diplomas. That means he's handed out none and collected none. <laughs> he's a school principal in his spare time. I guess so. That's how he comes up with all his dope ass rhymes. Wow, that's as bad as his. Give me fifty million dollars. The bangs while I hustle, lyrical exercise, working every muscle on the double. Chief and commander, hands your ass to you in the basket, wrapped in plastic, I'm loony. All these model chicks want to do me, tabloids try to screw me, magazines try to chew me, but I'm ass. Too f***ing slick and slide, so high, I could probably drop it and fly. You gon' need a big army, if you come and fall me. k better line, I hit like tsunami. It is fire right there. You know what I'm talking about? Let's get drunk to this one. What? One more Jack and Coke, bitch. <laughs> this isn't real. This is like, uh... This isn't real. This can't be real. What? Little uh, boys? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Can you, you say little boys? We can get it on? You can't rewind it, can you? Uh, let me see. Things are different over here now. Oh, ooh, yeah, I can. You, I'm here now, so they not gonna pay attention to you. They listen to dude, I sizzle the boot. I'm living the truth. You f***ers talk, couldn't fit in my shoes. I got my blue Yankee fitted on. Watch the match. Little boys, we can get it on. Watch I wish I know how to preach you. Faster than crack, and that's just a fact. Something in America's hate, now I'm passing it back. Who huh. told this bastard that he can't rap? I got 50 mil, I could do whatever I want. You don't. Your wife had a. Oh, I have 50 mil. I can do whatever I want. Then hang yourself. I bet your girl riding to it with a hair and a wind and a mind on a new kid. The most no one is still underrated. Can better line America's most hate. What? Oh, thank you, baby. Oh, I got a tip for you after this, too, girl. We're all gonna go swimming with women. Don't forget your swimsuit. What? It doesn't make any sense. He's got 50 million, he can do whatever he wants. No, whatever you want. Oh, yeah. I got a tip for you. Oh, yeah, baby. You even totally disregard the S on most of his words. J, y'all, J, y'all. Who's JR? All right, hold on. We got big news, Dubs. Hey, Jay's. Uh, Nameless is here from hideoutheretics.net. Which, by the way, we got to talk to him about something about the Hideout Hottie Fantasy Draft yeah. that we want to do on uh, on the website. But Private Kane, Private Pile Kane, is uh, on the phone lines hey, right now. Hey, hey J-Dubs, how you doing? What's up, bro? You got cut off last time. Oh yeah, I I don't know. I I didn't did I didn't say did I say someone to get cut off? No, no, no it was just a, a line disconnection. Yeah, it wasn't, oh, okay. it, yeah, it's okay. So uh, now Private Pile Kane was a listener of ours in D.C. I guess you found us on the internet, right? Well, I also have XM on. It's on XM Radio. Okay, and the show's on XM Radio right now? Uh-huh. Okay, and, um, what channel are we on? Huh? What channel are we on on XM? Well, actually, I, I, 
Um, don't have it right now. I'm, uh, but I got it because I got it on the internet. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Okay, cool. So, yeah. um, private pile. Now, am I talking? I know you have a split personality. Are we talking a private pile or cane right now? Private pile right now. Okay, private pile. What's going on? Not much. I, I was. I, I miss you guys. So I'm thinking of um, taking a vacation down to Florida in uh, early May. Great. You can stay with uh, Chunks. Yeah, because I don't have. I. I. I if I don't have a place, I would go to a motel, but I was thinking that you guys are down there, so I, I can stay with him. Yeah, you yeah. can stay with Chunks and, uh, yeah, and Chunks, uh, private pilot. Now, is it Kane we're talking to now? Yeah, and um, right now, because... Um, because uh, Kane the wrestler, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, and also, you know, um, the, my movie's coming out in May. Okay, you have a movie that's coming out. Yeah, See No Evil. Hey, hey, uh, Kane? Uh-huh. Can you punch yourself in the head? Yeah, sure. All right, let's hear it. Uh, what, I, I didn't hear you. What did you say? Yeah, it, put, you put the phone up next to your head and let's hear you punch yourself. Okay, hold, hold on. Okay. <laughs> that felt good. Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah. All right, now, now Kane, now you just, did you hit That's Kane? Or, did you hit Kane or Private Pile? That, Kane, Kane only does that to Kane. Okay, he doesn't do it to Private Pile? No, Kane is the... Destructive one, so that's uh, I keep forgetting. And, and it, when I come down and see you guys, he can have whatever you want me to do. I'll, I'll go and do something. Well, we're definitely going to have you guys, uh, you uh, both of you, share a bed with uh, Chunks. Okay, yeah, and uh, sleep in the same bed with him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that because actually that'd be uh, interesting because I have insomnia. Yeah, that would be weird. That'd be you probably. I know the only weird part about it though is insomnia. Yeah, you probably sweat a lot too. I bet. Yeah, and um, yeah, so and I I talk a lot in my sleep too, so it'll be an interesting night. Now, who talks a lot? Is this Private Pile? Yeah, this is Pile talks in his sleep, and Kane is a heavy sleeper, so. Okay. P Private Pile has ins insomnia, so. All right, what do you but, try to do, Private Pile, to get yourself to go to sleep? Well, right now, usually I get uh, have to take sedatives, but right now I'm not on any meds, so. You're off uh, your meds. Yeah, I, well, I'm not seeing any uh, shrinks right now. Hmm. So. Who are you living with, Kane? I'm. I have my. Uh, oh, this is pile. is this Kane or Private Pile? This is Pile right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I'm living in an apartment in Richmond um, near my family. They live in Richmond. Oh, so you're in Richmond, Virginia? Yeah, I, I was in Atlanta last year. You remember for the wrestling? Yeah. How'd that but go, Pile? It, it didn't work out. I, I would have been good, but uh, you could have been a champion. Huh? You could have been a champion. I could have, but uh, just you know, things got in the way. So what got in the way, Kane? Pretty much the wrestlers. They they they, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they 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 pretty much ganged up on me and Kane, and uh, it was pretty much like it was eight against two. So mm -hmm. and and we, we we had a split. So I mean, even Kane couldn't handle all eight people at one time. Yeah, you know, he tried. Yeah, but um. Does Kane I, I, usually I, try to take on eight guys at once? He did. Uh, he even uh, I mean, he held his own, but we just had to get out of there. Well, he should have held theirs. Huh? Yeah. Um. All right. Private pile, Kane. So the big news is you may be coming down. Yeah, well, you guys are in Maitland, Florida, right? Um. Exactly. Yeah, yeah but uh, where you want to go is uh, to go to Chunks' place in Altamont Springs. Well, you can. Uh, he can give me his address or something, or uh, if you want me to call, like in a couple weeks, or well, May's right around the corner. Mm -hmm. It'll be here before we know it. 
Yeah, and, and I'll probably come down on the 3rd because that's when I get my SSDI money. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll bring some money and we can go out on the town. Ta- you guys can show me the town. All right, what's your SSDI money? Oh, that's from the government. They pay me Oh, for, for being mental. Oh, wow. How much? Uh, now, uh, is this Private Pile or Kane? Because I'm confused. No, this is Pile right now. Okay, let me talk to so, Kane. Okay, I have to knock, knock me around. Okay, go ahead. H- hold on. Yeah, this is Kane. What's up? Kane. Yeah. How much, mo- how much money do you get from the the uh, government? I get six sixty a month, but the best I, I need to get more. Be- uh, they need to pay me like a thousand a month, though. But you're only getting sixty dollars a month from the government? No, six hundred and sixty. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh- but but I'm I'm living okay now because actually my parents they're paying my rent, so it works it works out and and. Uh, so they've accepted uh, finally. So all right, so they accepted Kane, not Private Pile. No, they've accepted uh, both of us. Okay, now let me talk to Private Pile again, Kane. Okay, hold on. <laughs> yeah, this is Pile. <laughs> pile, I can't wait to see you down here coming what, up. What what places are good that you'll show me? Are there any good strip clubs down there? Oh, there's, there's many good strip clubs. We'll, we'll, we're going to definitely get you uh, some lap dances. Dancers Roy, I think this should be our second uh, documentary, Dubs, if the bike here is BJ. When I, say, I say maybe uh, Private Pilot Kane takes on uh, Matt Albert in the Fight Club. <laughs> that sounds good. I'll, I'll do anything you guys want to you know, get good ratings for the show. No, it's fantastic. <laughs> Hold on. I think this would actually help. Uh, the ratings, Private Pile. No, I'm not saying you guys get good ratings no. all, the, all the time. No, 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 I'm saying, but I think this would help, Private Pile, if we talk to Kane again. Okay, hold on. Yeah, Kane here. <laughs> Kane, I got to yeah. tell you, you're a ratings winner. We uh, love yeah. you. You're fantastic, uh, buddy. My movie's going to be good in May. It's coming out May 19th. What's it called? See No Evil. Oh, yeah, 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 I forgot about that. That does yeah. look exciting. Yeah, so, but, yeah, when I come down, though, I, I can definitely stay with Chunks. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. His, um, Pyle is kind of a clean freak. Yeah, uh, that's going to be a bit of an issue, because Chunks uh, lives in a nest. Oh, okay. Well, I, I can I can uh, bear with it for, how long do you think you, I, I can say for probably a couple days at, at most or so. Or months, whatever. Hey, um, yeah. right, hold on, now, is this Kane? Uh, yeah, it's still Kane. All right, hold on. Um, Soft, an yeah. you, What What's going on? Dude, I, I still want to wrestle in a double threat match. Uh, to, both of him versus me in the uh, Fight Club number three. All right, Fight Club number three, uh, hideout documentary uh, filmmaker, Soft versus Private Pile and Kane. What do you Triple think? Triple threat, three-way you dance. Fill, you got to fill me in. What's the, uh, what is that, the Fight Club thing? That's where we uh, fight, fight downstairs. Them. Oh, like the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm all. I'm all for that. I'm. I'm. I got all this aggression from all through my from when I was like 10 years old. Why? Up, why so. do? You, why do you have that aggression? Oh, from the uh, all the kids picking on me in school and well, stuff. What like would that. they do to you? Oh, they. I, I wore all. The, I, I wore all these uh, lame clothes. I wore sweats to school, and, stuff. <laughs> um, and uh, they put. Uh, Kicked me on my back and uh, wrote fake checks and put it on my uh, my shirts and stuff. So wow. And, uh, so that's that's where um, Kane came in down the line. He doesn't let anybody mess with uh, private pile. pile. Yeah. Yeah. And who are we talking to right now? Kane. This is still Kane. Oh, I want to talk to. I, pri- oh, hold on, I want to talk to Pile. Okay, hold on. 
Yeah, Pyle here. Hey, Pyle. What's, what's up, guys? What was Kane saying? He, I, can you leave, uh, fill me in? Just about how I used to protect you. Oh, yeah, he, he protects me. I mean, he... he, <clears throat> what, did he, he what, did, what did he protect you of? Or uh, from? From people coming after me. What would they do to you? Oh, they they beat me up all the time and uh, locked me in rooms and stuff. And uh, and then he, he just uh, came out and then just started protecting me. And just then he would turn around and just uh, go after those people. So. Hey, Private Pyle, have you ever made love to Kane? No, 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 no. I don't go that way. Okay, yeah. but like... All right, hold on. Let me let me talk to Kane. Then I need to ask him a question. Okay, sure. Hold, hold on. Yeah, Kane. Uh, Kane, have you ever made love to Private Pile? Not that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. It it, it could have happened. I just you, you know, just you wouldn't I, like, remember. I have a lot of blackouts in my uh, when uh, piles around, so I, I black out a lot. So. All right, hold on a second. Um, let's uh, let's talk to someone else here. Kane uh, in the hideout, Rope Radio 104.1. Uh, Sally the Tranny, you're back in the hideout. Uh, what's up, Sally? Yeah, actually, I want to I want to challenge uh, the Private Pile guys in one of the Fight Clubs. Okay, you would like to challenge Private Pile? Why is that? Yeah, I actually want to challenge Kane. Oh, okay, not now, Kane. Because I don't too- think I don't think you you'd rather be better challenging Pile though. No, I'd really want to challenge Kane because he seems more of a formidable opponent. As opposed to Private Pyle, who maybe yeah. isn't kind of weak. Are you against fighting trannies, uh, Kane? Uh, uh, no, I'm I'm open to any race. That's good. And that's good because the last I thing like we, I like equal, equal opportunity here in the hideout. The last thing we want yeah. is uh, a racist um, split I personality. Discri- I don't discriminate, so. No, that's great. Yeah, bring. I'll, I'll be ready to challenge all all comers. So. Oh, uh, it's dirty. Uh, I thought you didn't go that way. <laughs> um, all right, hold on a second. Now here's someone who also wants to talk to Private Pile right now. We're talking to here in the hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. Uh, Corolla, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's up, Pile? Remember me? You always yeah, used to hey, throw Corolla. me around the cards. How you doing? Yeah, what's up? How you in Florida now, huh? Yeah, I am. How- how is it? I'm, I'm, I can't wait to come down. Is the, how's the weather? It's pretty good, man. Hey, do me a favor. Why don't you put your buddy Kane on for a second? Okay, yeah, hold on. Yeah, what's up, Corolla? This is Kane. Hey, Kane, remember me? Your best friend, Corolla? Yeah, are you trying to steal my woman in, at Lulu's? What? Yeah, I remember that. Tia. I told her, and I banged her, too. What are you going to do about it, you nutbag? Oh. Okay, well, wait till I come down. You'll you'll have a nice surprise waiting for oh, you. Oh, you think so? You're gonna have a nice surprise when uh. Good comeback, Corolla. Yeah, no, it's true. You will. <laughs> I'm a little bit stronger than I You're getting you're getting your ass kicked, hey, handed to you hey, by Pyle right now. Hey, hey, Corolla, you still staying with your mom? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> hey, put your buddy back on. Who, Pyle? Pyle, yeah. Let me talk. Okay, to you. yeah. You you can have the weaker one. So hold on. Yeah, hey, Pyle. What's hey, Pyle, up? man. Hey, remember when you used to burn yourself in the green room? Yeah, I still do that. Do you? Yeah. That sucks, man. I have to do it outside, though, because I'd set my apartment on fire. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. You're always good to me, man. You know that, right? Yeah, I know. And you and I are friends, but you know Kane doesn't like you. He's, like a, little, you. he's a little bit of a nutbag. Uh-huh. So I'll, I'll have to control him when we come down. Oh, right, you just tell him I'm going to kick his ass. That's all you got to do. Okay. You do that for me, all right? All right, thanks, Corolla. Yeah. Nice talking. All right, Private Pile, 
and Kane, both on the phone here in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. So you, you guys will be ready for us? Uh, I guess so. I guess Central Florida is going to have to be ready for Private Pile and Kane. Yeah, because I'm, I'm going to come down in, in the first week of May. All right. That's yeah. How are you getting down here? Um, well, either um, actually either I'm going to take the Greyhound or have my uh, other schizophrenia uh, best friend Joe come take me. Can we talk to Joe? Is Joe there now? Oh, no, he lives in North Carolina. But I think I'll, I'll bring him with me, and you guys can meet another uh, schizo. Yeah, you guys can hang out over uh, at Chunks' with him. Now, let me ask you. Are you, uh, now, you could just drive, because the great thing about driving is that while Private Pile is driving, Kane can sleep. Yeah, he can and, do in shifts. And then Kane could drive, and Private Pile could sleep. How do you feel about yeah, that, Pile? But that could work, but Kane has a lot of road rage. Mm. Oh, that does make sense. It's Let's talk to Kane real quick and uh, hear about his road rage. Okay, hold on. Hey, Kane here. So what, what you guys talking about road rage? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the pile oh, tell you? Yeah, um, he just filled me in. Uh, I have a lot of road rage. I've gotten in trouble before. And I, What'd you I, do? Well, not arrested, but I've gone out and uh, stopped at the light for somebody cut me off, and I uh, punched off the, um, you know, the mirrors. Right. Yeah, and uh, just got into an argument and then drove off and stuff like that. So, All right, hold on. Here's somebody who wants to go out on a date with you. Oh. When you get down here. I hope a girl. So. Panda loves Chuck. You're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What's up, Panda? Hey there, Private Kyle. You got so hot. Okay. I want to just put you in a bathtub with rosebuds and just fill your body with honey. And soak up. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. I love you, Pile. All right, I, maybe, love you. I love you. I love you. Maybe this okay, is good. Okay, I'll, I'll see you when I get down there. Oh, look at that pile. Uh, getting hooked I, up. Yeah, I'll get it. Uh, I'm sure I'll get. we'll get lots of dates. Uh, but I really want to hit the uh, strip clubs. You guys can uh, take me down there. Well, with $660, that could be a good couple of hours we'll have. Uh, I'll, I'll have more money. I've been saving up too. So now is this private pile we're talking to? Yeah, he's he's back in the right now. Okay, let's talk to Kane because uh, Kane's brother's on the phone. Okay, hold on. Yeah, Kane here. Uh, here's the Undertaker. Undertaker, you're in the hideout. Kane. Hey, what's up, Dead Man? Nothing, man. Riding around on my motorcycle. What you up to? Not much. I'm coming down to Florida, so to visit my my hideout friends. I got a quick question. I was talking to Vince. Uh, what happened to that whole gimmick where your body was burned head to toe, and now you're just a bald, ugly dude? Oh yeah, that's from that's from all the burns when I when I got on fire. Yeah, what happened? What happened to the burns? You're you're fine now. They healed. You healed pretty damn quick, buddy. It it's over the years. That's why I wore the costume, the mask. Yeah. Yeah, well, so. Tell, tell Mom I said hi. Okay. All right. Take it easy. All right, Kane. Let us wrap it up with uh, Private okay. Pile. Yeah, hold on. Let me get him for you. Hey, guys. Pile here. Hey, Pile. Well, I'm yeah. so glad that you and Kane called in tonight. I know. I thought you guys... I, I, I called back because I didn't, I didn't know if I got cut off or... No, it was just phone problems. Make sure yeah, you call more it, often. Yeah, I'll call. I'll try and call. I'll call at least like once a week. Yeah. yeah. All right. But no, I'm I'm going definitely 100% come down. Uh, 
in the first week of May. All right, that's well, sexy. All right, well, uh, why don't you go sign up on hideoutheretics.net and uh, stay on the message boards on there, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you next week. Okay, and then I can definitely uh, stay with uh, chunks for a couple days. Yeah, don't count on it. All right, buddy. <laughs> okay. Five thousand. Five thousand. Later, kitty. Okay, you guys have no idea here in Central Florida. <laughs> this kid would just randomly show up at our studio punching walls, calling female show guests the C-word when they wouldn't go out with him, burning his skin in the green room. Oh, you have no idea how scary it got at one point. That, those were the, the, the good old days. And if he shows up, do you really think we should be bringing him out to the strip clubs, especially mm-hmm. what happened with BJ? I mean, he's... He can't be around women, especially when they show themselves. You saw what happened last time. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I'm looking forward to the 1st of May and uh, our vacation. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Stay tuned, stay tuned. Listen to the Hideout. Coming up next on the Hideout, on the Hideout, on the Hideout. Hey, Dubs, let's come back from the break with one of those K-Fed diss songs. All right. Amazingly enough, that last segment started with K-Fed's music. By the way, Private Pile Kane, infinitely more talented than K-Fed. Infinitely. He just didn't have the 50 million. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. I can't believe I was hoping for more K-Fed there. That's awful. Apparently it's a couple of college students. Sounds like it. And they didn't even have anything to really record it. So, like, they're yelling into a microphone, like on a tape recorder. Karaoke machine or something? Yeah, to put it all together. Christ. Uh, we got to get them on the show. I forget what they're called. Crap. See, no, it's great. You got to hear the other one. It's the Eye of the Tiger. Oh, now I'm into that. Oh, you want to go to that one? Yeah. Let's try this one. <clears throat> Dear Kevin Federline, on behalf of us all, let me say that it would be excellent if you got hit by a car. I'll fight, I'll wrestle, I'll beat bitches up. Myspace.com slash Disco the Kid Rules. Right. Hey, I'm going to send this to you. Send him a message and see if he'll come on the show with us. What do you think, Tommy? Or uh, Dubs? I'm, I'm willing to talk to the dude. This one's much better than Wake Up. I think it's the same guys. Yeah, it is. But, like, it, it just sounds better and it's uh, definitely better overall. Wigga, please. Hi. 
Hang Money goes, dude, I wipe my ass with Taco Bell napkins. Thanks. Hey, is the new sales guy around? Chunks would be able to go track him down. Does he want to come on the air with us? I uh, will take a break, come back with him. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the hideout. I want to profile the new sales guy here at uh, Real Radio. And also talk to MySpace.com, hopefully. Disco the Kid rules. Wigga Please, the big hit. Um, his quote is, because it rules when R. Kelly cries. What's that mean? I don't know. Hopefully we can talk to him. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Don't put that in your head. Only you can prevent fornication. You don't know where it's been. Real Radio 104.1. Every day, AIDS kills 1,600 children worldwide. The time to do something is now. The place is apathyislethal.org. AIDS is preventable. Apathy is lethal. Adding fractions is nothing. For real? Look, these are denominators. You multiply this one so that it's the same as that, and you add them up. Man, that's easy. Charles Bennett dreamed of returning to the old neighborhood as a teacher. But without money for college, only half of his dream came true. He's back in the old neighborhood. Well, enough math. I got to deliver these sandwiches. Please support the United Negro College Fund. A mind is a terrible thing to waste. Attention shoppers, if anyone is missing a rather plump set of love handles, please come to customer service. The ample love handles were lost in the produce department where their former owner had purchased fruits and veggies for the big game. Small step number 81, snack on fruits and veggies. It's just one of the many small steps you can take to get healthy. Learn more at www.smallstep.gov. Public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Would you rather make your own way or spend your life saying, what if? Life is calling. How far will you go? Peace Corps. To find out more, call 1-800-424-8580. I go to peacecorps.gov. Hey, it's Michelle Branch. You know, growing up, music's been a big part of helping me cope and heal during tough times. Sometimes, though, the things we all turn to aren't enough. That's why I've joined up with the National Mental Health Association on Empower. We're talking with young people about seeking help when they think they're having a mental health problem. For more info, call 1-800-969-6642 or visit EmpowerYouth.org. Well, my name is Jared, and I have liver transplants. My wish was to go to Dinosaur National Monument. Oh, that's a Segasaurus. His brain was the size of a golf ball. He couldn't figure out what was what. <laughs> make a wish is a nice place. There are lots of ways you can help make a child's wish come true. To find out how, wish.org. And share the power of a wish. For great savings and outstanding quality on your next vehicle, you need to visit Thurston's Premier Auto Center or Thurston's Auto Center Claremont. Whether you're looking for an SUV, a luxury car, sports car, import, minivan, they've got them. Thurston's low mileage vehicles are just like new, most of them with balance of the factory warranty. There's no new car prices at Thurston's, no pressure, no games. All prices clearly marked on the vehicle. Thurston's is also a Carfax certified dealer. Thurston's Premier Auto Center, 1792 in Maitland, and Thurston's Auto Center Claremont on Highway 50. You need to check out Thurston'sAutoCenter.com as well. The best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. A whole lot of fun tonight, and if you're not careful, you might even learn something about torture. You're in the hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Real! 
Tuesday night, the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. 407 star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Hey, have you heard those commercials running here for uh, new salespeople? That they're I a- sure have. That they uh, are running, they uh, want new salespeople here at uh, Clear Channel. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to take the time to profile one of the new Real Radio additions. Um, we'll give him, we should give him a hideout name. How about, uh, yes. I'd go with Shatner. Shatner. I don't, I don't like that name. <laughs> but you fit it. You know, for two seconds I thought it was. I don't like that. Omera. For you two know seconds. There's a buddy of ours up in Washington, D.C. does nationally syndicated talk show. He's infinitely great uh, impressionist, Mike Omera. And he looks just like Omera. He does. Uh, and I thought for two seconds Omera was here. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Uh, we'll call That's him. Cool. We'll call him Bill Omera. How about that? Uh, but Bill is a uh, salesperson here uh, with Real Radio. Just came on the job, right? Yeah, I didn't even hear the ad oh, that really? you're talking about. I thought, I want to work for these guys. I, I like the shows. First of all, I listen to the station probably more than most people do. First of all, let me say this. And I love the sales staff enough as it, like they're great people. But one of my complaints has always been that I don't know how much they necessarily listen to, especially, I'm going to say, speaking for our show, to our show. And You're our, on at night. You, you know. know, and I understand they got lives and families and this, that, and the other. And it just makes me so happy to have someone who listens to our show and gets the show out selling the mm-hmm. show. So well, for that alone, you have our undying support in whatever we can do for you, Bill. Cool. And likewise, see, here's the thing. First of all, I was talking to your friend here from Washington. I am from Maryland, so uh, I got to tell you something. For example, I'm a Redskins fan. Mm-hmm. I was uh, I actually die did, hard. I did the post game show for the Washington Redskins. What two years ago? Mm-hmm. So with, did I. Well, yeah, you did too. Uh, with one Charles Mann, my best Man, friend at one cool. point. Yeah, it was really. I used to produce up the Stinks on Ice. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. That is true, Dubs. So I did too. I worked on the. Uh, we all kind of did some pre-game. stuff with the Washington Redskins radio network. I tried to call in once. Yeah, and uh, I think we screened you out. I hope Good. we did. Let me ask you something. Why is Jadev? St- uh, why? Why is he stuck in there all by his lonesome? I enjoy it in here. I'm very uh, standoffish. He, he has OD. He has a ADD too, so he has to have the board in front of him when we give him the music and stuff to play. Mm. So I need my hands to be busy at all times. So he has to be entertained. Yeah. Now, I, I when I was in there, I'd be uh, doing the Rubik's cube the whole time. Mm-hmm. So finally, we just said put him in there. Now here's what I like about Bill, uh, Mr. O'Mara. I like <laughs> the fact that I like it too. I came up here uh, earlier today. Mm-hmm. And I won't say what client we were talking about, but he says, I got ideas for you. I already know the kind of place that you need to be in. I got these ideas flowing through my head. And he goes, the Navy SEALs are on your side. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, all right, but it sounds good. I know we have a lot of men. He goes, no, I'm serious because I'm a one-man army <laughs> and I'm on your team. And I'm like, yes. I like this guy. That's a fact. That's what I said. <laughs> See, I approach everything. I attack. Right. You can't just get out there like you were saying. 
It's a good thing. It's refreshing to have somebody that actually listens to the radio station, mm -hmm. to your show in particular, and i got to tell you, the other shows, too. I am a 104 fan. The co talking about, I don't need a commercial. I took it upon myself. Say, to hey, to I, want, I want to be a real radio. You, well, you attacked the, uh, the job market, and you conquered it. So That's right. Anyway, I just wanted to give the moment to highlight you and uh, hope that you're going to be around. Yeah, I hope I don't get an email about you next week. Saying best of uh, luck in his future endeavors. Uh, no, man, catering I'm business. I'm here to stay. You've got mail. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. Let's You've hear got mail. for uh, salesman Bill O'Mara, who, by the way, still here, Dubs, at 10 o'clock at night working on a presentation. I like that. And he lives in Coco. Wow. So he's got to get all the way out to care at 730 in the morning. So I'll just shack up here at the Clear Channel Hotel. By the I way, got my helicopter on the roof. Here's what's great, too. We uh, we used to do that at our old station. Yeah. Jobs and I. We had uh, we had a uh, pillow and uh, some blankets sitting in one of the offices, and we'd just crash there. Yeah, on that uh, couch. No, 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 not there. This, this is in Michigan. This is back. Couch. Yeah, but this is back in Michigan. I didn't even think Kevin Codred's office. Yeah, you and I would sleep kind of in an L position, mm -hmm. and so it wouldn't be gay. It would meet our feet. It would be our feet that meet at the L. <laughs> I so forgot about those times. It would be you and me sleeping. Together. Yeah. And now he's in a room all by himself. Well, we have to have now the separation. Elbow room. Yeah, now we have to have the separation. Well, Bill, thank you very much for coming in. Best of luck. Thanks, And guys. let us know if we can ever do anything to help you, because I know you're definitely here to help us, and so we want to... Uh... Let us know if there's anything we can do to help you put money in my pocket. Exactly. <laughs> and that's I, You know, I see uh, Chunks is going to be out and about this week. And that's, what, that's actually why I told Bill, I go, we're both here to make money. And let's help each other make money. So, uh, very good. We appreciate it. Chunks, where are you going to be? Be at 7 Eleven. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Stay tuned to Hideout. Coming up next, it's the Hideout. The Hideout. Coming up next, a very short break because we're already one behind. I didn't realize that. Don't go telling anyone, Bill. Now we're family, so you can't go rat on us. It's the Hideout. Uh,. Dubs, there's a lot we can come back with. Oh, we got to do the O'Reilly privilege yes. thing. Let's do that next on Real Radio. Bill O'Reilly caught in a lie. Shocker. It's Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. I had a very uh, interesting... Uh, SKD sent me, I guess it's on the Drudge Report, hmm. the cover of the new Rolling Stone. I think it's the new Rolling Stone. What is it? President Bush sitting in the corner on a stool with a dunce cap on. And the title, Wor The Worst President in History? Question mark. One of America's leading historians assesses George W. Bush. Well, I'm gonna have to go buy that. I have to check that one out. Wow, that's gonna be uh interesting. Well, you know what every all those right wingers gonna say. And I'm sure whatever they do say will be fair. Russia's always right. All right, here's another one that now SKD's just sending me some good stuff. You should have waited for her to first in the hideout. Uh, which senator is this? Oh, Charles Schumer has called for a gasoline price fix probe. Dude, it is crazy, the, pro the gas right now. 
I, I got some today. I, I paid two eighty three. I'm seeing other places though where it's already at like three bucks mm -hmm. easily. Nameless, I know you probably don't want to talk on the air for some reason. All right, come on over. Right, come on over. I don't mind talking at all. No, oh, no, no, right here, right here, right here. Just put that, that mic up there. I'll yeah. sit wherever I want to. Hello there. You don't tell me what to do. That's, you're not nameless. That's, <laughs> uh, Might as well be. Uh, uh, how much is gas up in D.C. right now? Uh, it's about the same. It's about three bucks. About three bucks. Yeah. Christ almighty, look at this. Right, I can't wait to see what's going on with the Schumer here. Called for a federal investigation to see if oil companies and refiners are deliberately withholding gasoline production, taking advantage of the normal switch from winter gas to summer gas in an attempt to uh, bid up prices. You know they are. I mean, mm -hmm. is there even any question that we're getting raped by the gas companies right now? I mean, the whole thing, I mean, it's been out there that, uh, that Exxon has put out more profits than ever. It's crazy. It's crazy to think that they aren't doing this on purpose. It almost—it's almost like good business. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is. I guess it is good business. Definitely, they're getting theirs. All right, is George W. Bush the worst president in the history of the United States of America? You can't say that now. Yeah, I mean, a lot of his stuff. Does he go in the top five? I'll be honest. I'm ignorant about history. I wish I knew more. I know that there are always some names that automatically get thrown out about worst presidents. Nixons and, you know, that kind of stuff. Is it Taft they always get to, Matt? You seem to be a pretty good history buff. Taft was just fat. Hoover during the Great Depression. Hoover, okay. Because uh, they used to call uh, big tents. Hoovervilles. Yeah, Hoovervilles. Yeah. Okay. But is W going to go right up there? i got to say, though, it's really, it's not fair. I mean, you know. Highest deficit mm -hmm. ever. That can't be his fault. You know, he's in post 9-11 thinking. What? Well, you Honestly, spend more money than you have. That's post 9-11 thinking. A lot of his things that he's trying to do, and I do honestly think that he is well-intentioned in a lot of his things. I just don't think he makes the right decisions at all times. Uh, but a lot of his stuff is kind of for the future of what he thinks will help out for the future. But isn't he one of these guys who doesn't believe there's going to future that we're like in the end times? Has he came out and said that? But I, I thought from like his religious beliefs, he's one of those guys that kind of believes in the I apocalypse mean, and re revelations. Well, anybody and who says they're a, a strong believer in the Bible believes in revelations. So any pre uh, previous president thought that they were near the end times that w were very big, uh, into the Bible. Oh, hold on, here's the president calling from D.C. President Bush? Hey, what's up? All right, I love how Matt goes, Matt goes, doing a pretty good impression. <laughs> America, look, I want you all to listen to me. I am the greatest <laughs> president ever. I, look, now, Matt is chuckling over there like somehow. This is great. Like this is getting over. All right, beat it. It's a hideout. Right, wait, should I break? No, no break? Oh, fantastic. Perfect. Tommy. You're a magician. Bats, a magician. Make things disappear. Then let's play that O'Reilly thing. All right. Uh, this is Bill O'Reilly lying. <laughs> uh, let me uh, pull up the article real quick. Uh, Are you going to set it up a little bit yeah, better? Yeah, Bill O'Reilly, uh, he was uh, in a kind of a heated discussion, and he gets very upset and starts yelling 
at this guy. Um, let me find out. He's a uh, councilman from New York, and uh, they're talking about immigration and uh, the browning of America. Here, if we're so bad, because there are places where they can do good here. If we allow for that to happen and we create change. 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 So that means a changing America. You want it a changing America. Of course America. America has to change. Right. And you'd like, yes. you'd like the changing America to be the, the dominant people. people would be people of color. That's going to happen anyway. But you want it to happen, do you not? That's going to happen anyway. Do you not want it to that's happen? That's going to happen whether you or I want it And that's the bottom not. line on it, isn't it, George? No, the bottom line. Yeah, it is. That you fear. Whoa, hold on. Fear anything. <laughs> I don't fear anything. I right, hold on. So he's he keeps getting him to try to like I guess agree with what he's saying. Yeah. And he, then eventually when he does it, he just goes, Yeah, it is. <laughs> like okay, that's you know who it is. All right, for two seconds, you know who he is right now. Who? George Costanza's dad. <laughs> Rewind it and listen to it with that in mind. This is uh. Father Costanza. It's going to happen anyway. Do you not want it to that's happen? That's going to happen whether you or I want it And that's the bottom line on it, isn't it, no, Charles? No, the bottom yeah, line. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you fear your I don't white, fear anything. Your white privilege will I no longer exist. rule of law. Rule you of want law. a totally different country. It's going to happen whether you like it or not, whether I want it or not. Look at New York City. The majority of the people in New York City that are people of Lord Brown. And that's why you have problems right. with immigration. And that's because why of I the love browning it. of America. That's why I you love want to control. Now you want to stay in power. I don't care about control at all. Yes, you do. <laughs> but I love you because. Hold on. He was the one yelling over him, and he doesn't care about control at all. He well, he wants to dominate everything he's in. So is this from a stupid hack television show? Yes, and okay. then he follows up on it on his radio show, The Radio Factor with Bill O'Reilly. Which, by the way, I guess is on here locally somewhere in Orlando. Where? I see the billboard. Like 1170 or something? I see a billboard for it and Dr. Laura. Have you seen the billboard for, uh, is it our station here? Uh, not real radio, but one of our stations with like Osama on it. And uh, Oh yeah, which station is that? It is, yeah, it's Osama, Saddam, and Kim Il-jin. I think that's who it is. Was it 590 AM? I don't know what's going on. But yeah, it was got, insane. It was on the way to the strip club we saw. Yeah, scaring you into uh, <laughs> listening. Listening. Those are who. That's who we're declaring radio war against. Because now everyone knows what the true agenda is. The true agenda that's is to is. treat all immigrants fairly as right. they treated I gotta go. your. <laughs> what a dick! Because he's actually making an actual point. The point is, we want to treat people like human. Gotta go. Gotta go. True agenda is. The true agenda is to is. treat all immigrants fairly as right. they treated I gotta go. your ancestors. <laughs> Kim Jong Il. Everybody, now we know. All right, there you go. <laughs> all right, hold on. White privilege. Stop. All right, here's what drives me insane. When we were up in D.C., mm -hmm. it was our station for a time was Stern in the morning, Ron and Fez fastest hour for an hour, which was fantastic. Then it was. Bill O'Reilly and the O'Reilly Factor from noon until 2. The O'Reilly infomercial for his TV show. Best of Don and Mike, then Don and Mike in the afternoon, Ron and Fez at night, and then us from 11 to 1. What doesn't fit? <laughs> uh, this voice right here that we used to hear in the middle of the afternoon when walking around. The Browning of America. There it is. There it is.
Bottom line on this, that's what it is. What does that mean? Hold on. What does that even mean? All right, hold on. I feel like we've been stopping it too much. Rewind it from when he actually starts on the radio factor, and let's hear what he's actually trying to say. Of America. There it is. Hold on, let me take it back just a few yeah, more go seconds. Ahead, pause it, take it back, you know, a good 10, 15. This is again Bill O'Reilly, who I think people are finally starting to realize yeah. what a hack he is. We've been screaming it for years, but it seems like he's jumped the shark. Because now everyone knows what the true agenda is. The true agenda That's is to is. treat all immigrants fairly all as right. they treated I gotta your go. ancestors. <laughs> Charles Barron, everybody. Now we know. All right, there you go. White privilege, the browning of America. There it is. There it is. Bottom line on this, that's what it is. <laughs> Change the complexion of America. Have an open border where Hispanics, uh, people who live in the Caribbean, people who live in Africa and Asia can walk in and... <laughs> How are people in Africa and Asia who are just walking in? Wouldn't they have to actually take a plane or a boat? Become citizens immediately. And there you have the white power structure would decline, of course, because the numbers of people coming here would be people of color. Right? That's the hidden agenda. See, nobody will say that. Nobody will say it. Is there is a movement in this country to wipe out, quote-unquote, white privilege and to have the browning of America and you know we got it out we got it out now it's out there in play but boy oh boy you're not going to hear that on any place else you're not going to hear it but it's true a lot of people want that because no one else is crazy enough to go on the air with that you dick <laughs> it's hilarious though like, he has so much filler words. Uh, you know, and, and Matt's right. You go back and you listen to that whole thing, he sounds like a clan leader. <laughs> They're trying to get rid of our white power. There was white power in there, white privilege, browning of America. It sounds like a meeting. It sounds like Prussian Blue will be performing a set afterwards. <laughs> Actually, that's his rejoin music. He's psychotic, man. Why isn't he getting called uh, on that? Or is he? Where'd you find that? Where'd you get that? I found it on uh, Madville.com. It was on Madville? Mm-hmm. I figured something like that would be on Crooks and Liars. Yeah, it, it should be. If it isn't, they should really get it up there quick. <sighs> Maybe I ought to send it to him. Here's from your friends in the hideout. Uh, heretic historian in Altamont, you're in the hideout. What's up? You know, I heard this stuff before, like back in the 1860s. Oh, if we let the slaves go, it'll be the darkening of America. The darkness will be spreading. I mean, do you oh, know right that were you... they? <laughs> 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 if just, seriously, if you just take his arguments, these are the arguments you were making against. You know, it, it's funny because they said about the Irish a hundred years ago. Right. Oh, if it'll be Irish into it'll you're not. Be... You're not helping your case out. <laughs> America. <laughs> Yeah, hey, no. Look what happened. O'Reilly gets a television show. Hmm? Exactly. That's the. It's like this is the same argument. It's like it was the Irish and the Jews a hundred years ago, and you know before that it was black people, and you know like in the eighties it was you know the Cubans and all of this. It's the same argument. So it's just hilarious. It's like they don't have anything new. The immigrants are coming, and it's just. 
you know, next thing, I want to say, uh, seriously, just swap it out. It's the same thing. The Irish are coming. Right. The Jews are coming. Not, All right. It's uh, Thank you, uh, heretic historian. All right, apparently we cut it off too early because he uh, continues to say someone should strike a blow for the white man. All right, do you want to play it in its entirety, and we'll just shut up? All right. And just play it. If we can't, we'll just laugh in the background. And you have to comment on this. Here if we're so bad. Because there are places where they can do good here. If we allow for that to happen and we create change. 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 So that means a changing America. You want a change. Of course America. America has to change. Right. And you'd like, yes. you'd like the changing America to be the, the dominant people. people would be people of color. That's going to happen anyway. Would you want it to happen, do you not? That's going to happen anyway. Do you not want it to happen? That's going to happen whether you or I want it And that's the bottom line on it, isn't it, Charles? No, the bottom line. Yeah, it is. That you fear... Your I don't white, fear anything. Your white privilege will <laughs> I no longer exist. Rule of law. Rule you of want law. a totally different country. It's going to happen whether you like it or not, whether I want it or not. Look at New York City. The majority of the people in New York City that, are people of hey, color. Charles, and that's why you have problems right. with immigration. And that's because why of I the love browning it. of America. That's why I You want to stay in control. Now, you want to stay in power. I don't care about control at all. Yes, you do. But I love you because now everyone knows what what the true agenda is. The true agenda That's is to is. treat all immigrants fairly all as right. they treated I gotta your go. ancestors. Charles Barron, everybody. Now we know. All right, there you go. White privilege, the browning of America. There it is. There it is. Bottom line on this, that's what it is. <laughs> Change the complexion of America. <laughs> Have an open border where Hispanics, uh, people who live in the Caribbean, people who live in Africa and Asia, can walk in and become citizens immediately. And there you have the white power structure would decline, of course, because the numbers of people coming here would be people of color. Right? That's the hidden agenda. See, nobody will say that. Nobody will say it is there is a movement in this country to wipe out, quote-unquote, white privilege and to have the browning of America. And, you know, we got it out. We got it out. Now it's out there in play. But boy, oh boy, you're not going to hear that on any place else. You're not going to hear it. But it's true. A lot of people want that. I've never heard someone talk so much and say so little. There it is. Hey, it's in play right now. This is going on. Right there, you heard, this is going on. SKD says... And now it's in motion. If you play O'Reilly's recording backwards, it chants white power in Dubs' Ooh. voice. <laughs> I do a little side work for the factor. Here's uh, the usual... Factor o- focus. The usual O'Reilly listener in Texas here in the hideout. Exactly, because it is in play. It's the hideout. That's what it is. Real That's radio. what's going on. <laughs> you know. What a point Coming up next on the hideout. It's a lot of stuff. All right, well, take your phone calls, and I want to know. What's going on? Are you really scared of the brownie? of America because it's going to be what it's going to be and that's how it's going to happen after some play 
with your phone calls next. The Hideout Factor. Unreal Radio 104.1. Organization needs to get a clue and go out of business and get a perspective. Again, we're pr- doing we're as the, good. The work of Christ, of Jesus Christ. What's more important Trust me, than if peace? Jesus were on this earth, Nancy, he'd be criticizing the terrorists. Okay? Got you it? You think Jesus would be pro-war, Bill? He'd be criticizing the terrorists, not sanitizing the situation. Would he have invaded Iraq? Come on, this is ridiculous. All right, would Jesus it's have, ridiculous. Would Jesus have invaded Iraq? It's ridiculous. Of course, if Jesus not... were around, he wouldn't let Saddam Hussein do what he wanted without saying anything. Period. No spin. Factor focus. Factor first. All right, welcome back to The Hideout, Rural Radio 104.1. It's Bill O'Reilly hating time. What an ass wipe. Just a hack. You know what he is? He's like that, and you see it in every like movie you see that you know deals with governments running amok. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's always that loud mouth on the television that's there to scare you and, you know... In favor of everything and questions nothing. That's exactly what O'Reilly is. And I just pray he doesn't believe the crap that he says. He's just literally running some sort of a bit. I know we talked about this before a little bit, but I forgot. What did you say? When we used to have to run, or when you used to have to run O'Reilly, did you do the game where you try and dump him to see if Cameron was paying attention? And like call you and go... Hey, what happened there? Maybe just say, oh, I don't know, the computer screwed up. Yeah, the, I seriously, the, the uplink on the satellite messed up. I seriously went through twenty-five seconds of or twenty-eight seconds of dump once before he called down. It was fantastic. <laughs> Jerry in Melbourne, you're in the hideout. What's up, Jerry? Yo, I, I'm trying to understand what what's the whole problem with the whole immigration thing. We, we already have laws because 11 million people snuck across the border. We should change our laws. Right. I mean, I mean, the, I, I don't like the way O'Reilly said all that. It, it sounded pretty KKK. But. Yeah, and that's the problem. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing with immigration. A, uh, nothing, unfortunately, will get done because too many of our uh, Congress people right now who are in are beholden to too many different special interest groups. So it's literally right now banging the election year drum to stir people up. That's it. Nothing right. will happen, unfortunately, because do we need some sort of a fix? Yeah, we do. Um, do we need to somehow figure out how we got these illegals here, how we can solve it? Do we need to see if we can ha- try to work them into the fabric of our society? Yes, yes, and yes. The problem is nothing will get done because too many people uh, are in too many pockets on co- in Congress right now. So Yeah, but all those people out there protesting either, uh, if they're illegal immigrants, they can't vote. So who cares? Go back out in the field. Yeah, but you know... I mean, if if, if you want to be an American citizen, go through the process. But what it, is it going to change if it, we make them all American citizens? Are but, they going to go back out and pick Here's the cabbage? problem. Here's the problem, though. You can't... And you can't... It, you can't simplify it that much. Okay, they can't vote. But that doesn't mean that you won't lose a group of people whose families maybe came here illegally, be it Irish, be it, I don't know, Haitian or Mexican or whatever. And then their kids were born, you know, they're legal now. And then their kids are all of voting age. 
It's a whole thing. It's a whole cycle. I found some clips of uh, O'Reilly shock jock. Shock jock. Do you okay. want to hear him? Yeah, sure. Let me see. Yeah, there we go. Oh, like no question. It happens all the time where powerful men see a good-looking stranger and, and they try to make a move. Factor producer Andrea Mack here at Madison Square Garden. Oh, hold on. How are you, Andrea? Oh, that's a that's a chick. Uh, I guess these are clips of him talking to the uh, about the chick he sexually harassed. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Hold on. Boy, are they randy out there at Indiana University? Last year they had a porn sex scandal on campus. This year, another X-rated situation involving a freshman girl. The most controversial story of the evening: four 17-year-olds sneak into a bar, participate in a wet T-shirt contest, are photographed, and now they're suing everybody. And a professor of social work says women bear some responsibility for sexual harassment. Wow. Everything's about sex with them. You know, old guys like me go to bed early, so we often miss some good action. Last night on the David Letterman program, whacked out singer Courtney Love took off her shirt, took her clothes off in a bar, rubbed her thigh while mentoring her. It is on the minds of, of kids. Oral sex is. Are you ready? <laughs> oral sex. Oral sex parties. Anal sex. I can't right. do See, he's shock jocking. Shock he did. I had to dump Bill O'Reilly and what he was talking about. I had to hit the button. <laughs> Chewing gum on the bus, right? And now it's right, that's something good. else in their mouth. In the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about stuff in their mouth. Super Dave on I-4, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, bro. This O'Reilly, this O'Reilly guy, all right, his last name is O'Reilly. <laughs> he's probably from Ireland or something. You know, if you, look, if you go back farther enough, his parents probably came from Ireland. And then you look at these, these quote-unquote white people, most of them aren't really white. They're, like, mixed with, like, you know, some other race or something. So um, I, I don't see where his, art, his argument comes in at. I'll see this, too, too, Super Dave. I'm just wondering, like, like if he, why he's so worried about white people losing white privilege. Like, is it almost one of those things of, oh, man, if they get the power, they're, <laughs> they're going to turn it around on us? Or is that part of what it is? Uh, it, it seems like. It seems like that's the angle he's running, at least. Majority, uh, you look around now, and, and I'm I'm down here on the south, on the Boston Trail, and I don't see not one white person, and I see uh, Bill, Bill O'Reilly's big-ass head. <laughs> yeah, uh, he looks like he's sucking on a pickle, man. <laughs> All right, thank you, Super Dave. Yeah, that's the weird thing about it. Like, what are you, what are you afraid of? So you end up being the minority. What's the worst that's going to happen? It's like he's saying... Getting pulled over more often? Right. Uh-oh. Uh, mowing my lawn? Never. Hey, uh, uh, let's go to Sam in Orlando real fast. What's up, hey, Sam? Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, just want to talk about this O'Reilly thing. You know, if you look, if you hear the, the whole thing that he has, and like you pointed out, he's so worried about... He holds like his his race or his color of his skin has such high importance that it, it like stands above you know the, the type of person they are. It wasn't you know MLK that said you know don't judge a person by their color but by their moral standards and what they can bring to the table. You know if you look at you know immigrants, it doesn't matter what what color or where they come from. You got to look at how they impact the economy 
what kind of jobs they have. They pay taxes. And looking at that, he just looks at the skin color like some retarded five-year-old. Right. You know what I'm saying? People are not like E.T. Yeah. You know, he wants he wants to label people as crayons. Like, okay, we got black people here, white people, red people, yellow people. He's so he's one of those old white guys who is so ignorant about race relations that he doesn't see people the you know the, the way other intelligent people see, and that race really doesn't play an issue. You know what I mean? No, I got you. Thank you, Sam. He's I got, appreciate it. All right. All right. Hey, he's just as upset about the Canadians coming over here illegally. He is? I don't know. I've never heard him talk about it. Hmm. I saw great boondocks uh, maybe yesterday, the day before. Mm-hmm. Just about how if MLK hadn't been assassinated and if he'd been able to live out his life and how um, post 9-11 mm-hmm. like he would have gone politically incorrect and they would have asked MLK... You know, what should we do? You know, we were attacked. And MLK, you know, talks about how, and this is, again, this is, you know, based on fiction, you know, fiction, but kind of on what he probably would have said, knowing that he was nonviolent and how it would have been a whole, you know, turn the other cheek, you know, violence isn't the answer kind of thing, and how the Bill O'Reilly's of the world would have labeled MLK as an America hater and a terrorist lover for having the thought of, hey, violence doesn't solve everything. Just some things. Like? And that's terrorism and immigration. I say we take a violent stance on both. I think we have. Good. Minutemen, Afghanistan, Iraq, dubs. I think your dream is well and alive. Well, it's out there. It's on the table. And uh, we are going to do this, and it's going to make stuff happen. Good stuff, hopefully more. It's the factor. (laughs) It's not. It's the hideout. Podcast update. You can find all the hideout podcasts on iTunes or in the hideout section on realradio.fm. And then you can go talk about them on hideoutheretics.net. Buddy Nameless is here from D.C. iTunes. Stuff. A lot. Out there. On the table. Run with it. What's on iTunes now in the podcasting chunks? We've got three segments from today's show already. We have, for some reason, Dubs can't stop talking about uh, Con Air. Cyrus Grissom. That really made it onto the podcast. Yeah, it did. I don't know why. Jesus. And Matt, excited. Like, somehow he's won. <laughs> Cyrus Grissom, Swamp Thing, out there for you to enjoy. (laughs) Do stuff, be with it. What else? Tavi's game show, name that celebrity badge. Um, Also restarted a couple times. There you go. And the Private Pile Kane interview. Oh, that was good. That's what it is. If you missed that from earlier, you got to go get that now. Podcasting. It's there. It's on the pod- podcasting and iTunes. It's there because, you know, it's there. So and basically, it's that's what it is. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Don't sound like an idiot at the water cooler tomorrow. Head tap on late breaking news. Heard it first is next on the hideout. hideout. Wrapping it up on a Tuesday night here in the hideout. It's Real Radio 104.1. 
We haven't got a chance to talk about BJ and uh, the update with uh, his chick's MySpace. Yeah, people keep sending me, what's the name of that cow's website? MySpace.com slash Amanda Loves Chuck. Oh, speaking of that, BJ Asprey wouldn't give it out anymore. The Amanda Loves Chuck part. Why is he, uh, what's the problem? <laughs> I guess she got numerous emails yesterday from heretics and comments and that kind of stuff. Well, that's good that people... Just being vicious to her. C-words, F-words, fat, 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 over and over again that uh, she's not good enough for Bicurious BJ. Oh, you're kidding. And where were they sending that? Uh, MySpace.com slash Amanda Loves Chuck. Who would have done such a thing? I don't know. I think they call them heretics. I don't know. I'm not really too sure. From what I hear, those are just the ones from you. No, they're from Scott, the boxer. Oh, God. All right. So uh, that's the update, uh, and he's begging us to uh, call the dogs off. I can't tell the heretics what to do on face.com slash Amanda Loves Chuck. Now, or Gibbs got dibs. <laughs> I am address. Let me ask you, what's the problem? Like, did she get mad at him, or does she hate us, or what? what's up? Uh, I think a little bit of both. I don't think she likes us too much, and she was pretty upset with him what did he for being do? friends with us. <laughs> but he's known us way longer than he's known her. Don't you hate that, man, where hoes end up going before bros? I can understand it if it's like a cold chick, and that's what you're trying to base your future on and everything. But with this big slice of meat, I don't understand it. The problem is the big girl got big hate. Yeah, she is a complete bitch. Complete. Is he going to leave her? He says he's formulating a plan. Because he's living with her. Mm-hmm. So he's stuck. Yeah. And he he's like, I want to move down there, but there's no way I can afford it by myself. I'm trying to get her to move with me. <laughs> So he can dump her once he gets here and no, on his feet? I, I don't know. Probably. But, like, uh, he's like, I can't make it on my own. So if you guys can call them off, I can maybe talk her into it. Yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> Why did she move from Arkansas to Florida? Like, Arkansas to Michigan? Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, She was already planning on it. She knew BJ's uh, sister. Because it's an odd thing where BJ's dad... Got married to this chick from Arkansas. What the? And now they're truckers together. Truckers? Yeah, both of them. They drive a truck cross country. And his mom's got MS. <laughs> now we wonder why he's on medication. Now, is he going to lead uh, MySpace.com slash Amanda Loves Chuck? Is he going to lead her away from Michigan with a uh, trail of hams? Probably a uh, uh, big stick with a hot dog in front of her. You know, one of those things where you're just hanging it by a string. And she's just biting at it the whole way. All right, Chunk says he feels like he should call the Orkin man. He just saw her picture for the first time. She looks like a big rodent. <laughs> 
It's like Starship Troopers over there. It's the big mother bug. <laughs> I can imagine that's what their nether region looks like. Oh. The mother bug. Oh. Oh, man. So he's pissed? Or is he just saying, hey, do me a favor? Yeah, he's just saying, do me a favor. He's not mad at all. He understands. Imagine he's going to live with that. More than live with that, he has to actually do stuff to it. And Did he tame the beast when he got home? Mm-hmm. Oh. Hey. Hey. No. No! I, you boys back there, nameless, you didn't see what Dubs did? I'll show you. Uh, that's how he had to tame the beast. The beast. Here's the noise that she was making. All right. Not half it goes. So is it a bad idea to put the link uh, to her page under general discussion on hideoutheretics.net? I don't know. I can't. I'm not here to uh, tell you guys were good or bad ideas. I'm not your dad. Oh man! I you've seen the picture, Matt. Would you be willing just to to knock out that virginity of yours? No. MySpace.com/slash/AmandaLoke. No. You can tell there's just like a mist of sweat everywhere she goes. Actually, doesn't uh, Matt have a picture with her already while she's wearing a red shirt? <laughs> with Amanda Albert? Ugh. I guess people got an idea of what uh, he did, because I guess I gave a little verbal thing. <laughs> when I went there. Uh, uh. <laughs> people are going, no way. <laughs> I guess he enjoyed the buffet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Shepard. Ah, <laughs> uh, so there it is, Dubs. By Curious BJ. A little update on our boy. We need to talk to Soft and see how the documentary's coming along. I want to release that thing. Here's here's what I had. That's what uh, BJ did yesterday. Ugh. I had the grand hopes of seeing if we could show it at the Monster Anniversary show. The By Curious BJ uh, film. Just like as a pre-warm-up before everything got started. I can't get the thought of... Ugh, out of my head. I wanted to do that, but I don't think it's going to happen. Plus, at the uh, anniversary show we're broadcasting live at... Mm-hmm. We need to do the Hideout Hottie Fantasy Draft, okay? The thing about that, though, is we need to put it up on the website. Well, I, last year we had our internet guy do it, but, I mean, he was very gracious, and I doubt he'll spend a Friday night doing that. So I was hoping, nameless, if we could do that, or at least get a thread going on hideoutheretics.net. Mm-hmm. Right. And... As each pick happens, having someone put up a photo of the pick. Yeah, we could definitely do that. And then at the end, when the Hideout Howdy Fantasy Draft is done with... Set up a voting. Set up a poll. Because yeah. whoever loses, just like last year, whoever loses has to stunt. The Hideout Howdy Fantasy Draft, by the way, is where we draft women in different categories. This is the fourth year, third year? Uh, fourth. That we've been doing it. Fourth year. 
and we uh, we draft chicks in various categories: oral, backdoor, missionary, um, just like, up and comer, up and comer, just like oh no, like just like the different chicks who would be best at that. I already got my pick. I'm sure you do. All right, here's Soft real fast. She was born today. Soft. Oh, you're an ass. I hope you don't get the first pick, because I'm going with Surrey. Soft, how's the documentary going? Good, man. I was logging footage all night last night. Uh, I'm going to come in later on this week. I'm going to show you all a trailer for it, and we can put that up on the Internet. Yes, Wonderful. we'll put it up on uh, the website. Absolutely. So you, you are working. Is it is it funny, and how long do you think? I'd rather, if it's only a short and it's 12 minutes... That's fine with me. I just want it to be nonstop funny action. I was laughing out loud uh, late last night, like 3 a.m. It's even funnier reliving the whole thing. It was just <laughs> hilarious. Okay, that makes me good. that makes me really really excited, Soft. So yeah, I got to come in and get some stuff from Chunks for it. You know, like uh, all the stuff we talked about. But yeah, it's going really well. Okay, I'm gonna perfect. be up tonight working on it again. Right, so well, just let us, good. let us know what you need, buddy. All right, no problem. All right, see you, man. All right. All right, heard it first in the hideout. Don't worry about the open, sorry. Kind of got going there. Uh, oil prices settle above 71 bucks a barrel. <laughs> That's just going to get talked about from now until forever. Let's see. Defense portrayed Zacharias Masawi as a delusional psychotic who reversed tactics and strategy constantly. I guess they're in the sentencing phase. Now, here's the funny thing. Wouldn't you consider any religious nut... A fanatic? Like, insane, almost? I mean, a guy who thinks, you know, if you fly planes in the buildings, will get you 70 virgins upon impact. I think it's worth the risk. But then you create this whole slippery slope, almost, for religion as the insanity defense. I'm sure it's been used before. That would be interesting if he uh, used it. There's no way he's going to be found not guilty by reason of insanity. No. Even though most Christians would think that these extreme Muslims are. And, of course, the Muslims think the extremes are insane, too. I don't think there's any... Uh, oh, isn't this... Uh, meeting place for them. Isn't this nice, according to you? The Tom Kitten has arrived. <laughs> Tomcat, Tomkin. Because I get the hope, the high-profile pair dubbed Tomcat by the media. Oh, I hate have you that. ever, have you ever just wanted to punch your own, your own head just to make the pain go away? Uh, we heard that earlier. Private pile. Pain. Surrey, seven pounds, seven ounces, twenty inches long. People will talk about that tomorrow. Uh, I guess it'll probably be the big thing on XL or any other morning show for. Like, you know, those mom-and-pop morning shows, you know what I mean? And what are you going to talk about? We talked about it, and somehow Con Air was more entertaining. <laughs> I'm sure at the Tom Kitten thing. Cyrus the damn virus. Two Duke University lacrosse players were arrested on the rape charges. And there's a whole racial aspect to that, too. Well, O'Reilly doesn't care. Mm-mm. As long as a white girl doesn't get raped, I guess he doesn't care. A white girl got raped? Stop. 
What is this? He scared me. Tomcat Hoopla recalls Lucy's 1953 birth. What? What does uh, that mean? I don't know. I don't know where we're living, dude. I'm hoping to get in a car accident on the way home, so I don't have to hear about the Tom Kitten. Get it neutered now. <laughs> Let's just do it. Spay it, neuter it, whatever you got to do. Do it live on Oprah. Uh, Amanda Loves Chuck. MySpace.com slash Amanda Loves Chuck. Is that Chunk's sister? That's the question I got. Monsters in the morning. Shannon Brickman, thanks for the fun. The afternoon. Hideout back at 7 W. Shannon Deere. Take a listen to Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Peace somebody else. Talk good. Question everything and stay classy. We out, bitch. 5,000. God bless King Dude. 5,000. Real Radio Rerun up next. Beat it. 5,000. Scram. I'll be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows Beat it goes. Kick him to the floor Step on them hard Step on them hard Kick him to the floor Cause I I be smacking my hoes I be smacking my hoes I be smacking my hoes Not interested I don't I 5,000